0: hello welcome friday may 4th i am not pat maxby obviously i'm aj hawk coming from an attic in ohio pat had some great news happen early this morning boys
1: Congrats!
0: Congrats! oh look at that we actually hit it we timed it up everything man this is beautiful so for people that don't know this isn't the normal looking show obviously right now i am no. in my attic in ohio my name is aj hawk i'm sitting in for the great Pat McAfee. Guys, Connor, why don't you announce what was the great news that we just <laughs> learned of recently?
2: <laughs> Thank you for this honor, AJ. It's very, very nice of you. We did just hear about, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes ago, Pat has successfully had his baby. Everyone is yeah. doing well. Congrats. Congrats. It's awesome Congrats news. Pat Congrats. Congrats, Pat and Sam. Congrats, Pat and Sam. Congrats.
0: Yes. And that Congrats. is why AJ Hawk this, is here. This, yes, that is why I, I got called in here. Why I'm, I'm, I'm trying to man the ship here from Ohio. You guys obviously... We're all going to do this thing together. This is a fun fun day, obviously. Let's go. I know Pac-Man, you are still here, obviously, with us,
3: right? Yes, sir. I'm here. Pac-Man,
0: um. Pac-Man Jones, I appreciate you being the toxic table, obviously. We know boys, con man, Ty Schmidt, Tone Diggs, one half of the hammered down, ah, Cowboys ah. over there, everyone behind the glass, Evie, Zito, Nick, Dirty, everybody, I hate to, uh, hate to miss anybody. Oh, he missed I see you back there, Dirty.
4: Don't forget Bill. Who's back there?
0: Bill. 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 Ba- no, Bill. Bill gets his own time. Bill gets his own time because we all know we don't want to get on Bill's bad side, obviously. But Bill, yeah, I think you're a changed man. I don't think I think that's in the past. But we all know what you're capable of. We respect <laughs> your power and your passion, Bill. But boys, how about this? Did you guys Dude. expect Sam to go into labor this early?
5: No. No, I did definitely not. No. Uh, Pat, I mean, Pat texted us this morning to let us know that like he wasn't going to be in here today, and you know, I mean shit, AJ, you know, like, anytime you go into, like, I, I didn't expect him to have the baby so quickly. Sometimes it's a process, sometimes it's not, so yeah, it's it's crazy, but it's, it's awesome, glad to hear that they're both, you know, yeah. baby and Sam are both happy and healthy.
0: Yeah, I'm glad for her and for him that it, it happened, because I know people, I don't know what your guys' experience are like, I've talked to people who, okay, they went into labor, the water broke, whatever, and then they go to the hospital and they labor for 16 or 18 hours mm-hmm, trying to yeah. push the kid out. Obviously, Sam didn't have that situation, so that's a that's a good thing for both of them, I think. Now, now the real stuff happens, though, right, Ty? I know you guys, you have young kids. Tone, you have d- young kids. Pack, yours are a little bit older now. But when you have that baby, then all of a sudden you're in the hospital. A Couple of days later, they say, "All right, get the hell out of here. You got to go figure uh, it out and take yeah, that yeah. kid home and try to take care of it on your own." How was that for you guys?
4: You what? get a couple days. You get a couple of days uh, in there, and you know you have to wake and feed them every two hours. And then, like, for me, after the first night, I was like, all right, yeah, we'll leave the bed. Ba- let the baby sleep in the room. We'll take care of the baby. Night two, we, as much as we could, sent the baby to the nursery so that the nurses could watch the baby while we slept for a few hours. And then after that, yeah, yeah, you're on your own. So it's it's, it's quite a whirlwind. Uh, mine was three weeks early, so I was definitely not prepared. I was super wow. hungover, actually,
3: yeah. uh, the day Ooh.
4: that uh, my wife's water broke and we went in. So we started off on a bang, but it's awesome. The whole process is awesome. Everything's awesome.
3: Actually, mine was a little different. Um I was in fucking training camp, Ooh. and Marvin was like, hey, come here. Like, fuck, are you calling me for, like, midday? He's like, go pack your stuff. Get ready. I'm like, get ready? Like, you cutting me? Like, no, Tisha's in labor. And at the time, um, I think she was 22 weeks, um, which was, was really, Jeez. really early. Yeah, um, But Trent, everything worked out. Trent stayed in the hospital, pili- house I think, for, like, six or seven months. But, mm. So mine was a little different, but, like, it's always good when – you can plan and have it like a week early, or be prepared. I would say, yeah, um, for what's going on. It seemed like Sam and Pat was very prepared. Oh yeah, he's had his go back really for good.
2: a couple of weeks. He, yeah. He's been ready. Yeah, so. it's awesome news. Yeah, it's no matter. Unbelievable.
0: Don't you think? Whatever I know for the guys that actually have kids, and, and if people are upset, we're talking about kids for a few minutes. Get over it. Suck a fat one. We're okay. Pat just had <laughs> oh! it's a big deal. It's a it's a big deal in the world, and we have a new member to our right. family here. So we are Hell very yeah. excited mm-hmm. for Hell all yeah. of that. But I think no matter what you do to prepare, if you try to, like, take those classes, and put little diapers on baby dolls and everything, it doesn't matter. Like, you can't really – until you're there and it's your kid and that that thing, like, depends on you for everything, I mean, that's – you just kind of snap into it and you have to figure it out because that's what you are. You're the the adult in the
5: room now. Yeah, I told Pat yesterday, which was kind of fitting because I didn't – I don't I mean, maybe he expected it to come, you know, like in the next couple days. But I was still thinking, oh, he's probably got like two weeks here. But uh, like I got a bunch of books and stuff. I think Tony did, too. And I didn't read any of them because I was just thinking like, well, if I get like over prepared and then none of the stuff actually shakes out, like the way the book is telling you to do it, then I'm going to just like have a complete meltdown. The only thing I did was like watch. Like uh, CPR classes and like stuff to do, like if the baby's like choking and like the positions you're supposed to put them in. Sweep the throat. You got to hook the yeah. Sweep the throat. Get the food out of the throat. Exactly. Yep. Put them in the face down and like the palm of your hand, (laughs) kind of. You know, some some efficient back strikes. But yeah, outside outside of that. (laughs) <laughs> outside of that there I don't, I really don't think there is anything you can do pr- to prepare. No, they're I all mean, different. I, you guys would know having multiple kids like it, it's probably a little bit easier like the the second time or the third time you have kids, but I, I don't think there is any way you can prepare for having your first kid.
3: No, nah, I totally agree. But the good thing is when the big kids get older, fuck, they can watch them.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: they like it too, packed. I don't know yeah. about your kids, but my kids love having that responsibility. If we let one of our older two, okay. Mom and Dad are going to go to dinner or something right around the corner. you're on this is you. this is your responsibility. Make sure that your little brothers take a shower and, and get and lay down or whatever and they like that's when my kids thrive. That's when they behave the best when they can be in charge and be the boss and yell and kick and do whatever they want to the little brothers. but we're not there actually.
4: you have your older kids I don't know how you feel you have your older kids
5: kick your
0: younger kids. They don't kick them, but they like to be very stern, and they really thrive in that role of "Hey, I'm in charge; you have to listen to me now because mom and dad aren't
5: here." They're just doing like Oklahoma drills in your <laughs> living room, and then whoever loses, it's like, "All right, go hit the showers and get in bed." Yeah. That's how Excellent.
3: It works. light
0: up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not that far off. Yeah, they do love to wrestle. They like to to roughhouse, but you know, we gotta. Got to let them gotta let them go get dirty, eat a little dirt, eat some food out of the trash, get their immune system up from a young at young age. You cannot shelter them, you cannot make them grow up into a bubble because they will eventually be exposed to everything. I think.
2: Yeah, and that's Ohio. I don't know if you should be you know pounding the drum, let them eat trash and dirt, but
0: I, I think I know. <laughs> no, what you're no, saying. I'm just you know what I'm saying. You got to let them get a little dirty. You can't sit there and protect every single thing they do. People that have multiple kids, they usually say, "Oh, my first kid." I was so on top of everything. I was a helicopter parent, blah blah blah. And then by the time they had their third or fourth, like that kid raised themselves pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. I was the youngest too, so yeah, I probably raised myself a little bit as well, being the youngest of three boys. Absolutely,
5: yeah. good to know you got all of your parenting advice from uh, Scotty Small's mom in Sandlot too, because <laughs> yeah. that's basically <laughs> verbatim what she tells him when he uh-huh. when he first moves to uh, you know Benny the Jet's neighborhood. Is her her his
0: dad? His stepdad is uh, Dennis Leary, comedian, yep. right? Dennis Leary yep. wouldn't throw with him, and it was yeah. Did he ever come around did Dennis Leary ever come around and like enjoy that kid no. yeah tor- towards the end uh, a little when, bit.
5: when he went to Mr. Myrtles and got him the uh, entire nineteen eighteen <laughs> Yankees uh, signed baseball to, re- to replace the babe Ruth one obviously, but I mean shit his his kid you know didn't know how to throw a baseball when he first you know got there he, that's not a, that's not a kid you're trying to hang out with if you're a diehard Yankees fan
0: a <laughs> j what advice would you have to all the, all the new newer fathers out there? What a good question tone. I would say don't listen to unsolicited advice from people that try to give you advice about parenting. And you, can, you should definitely be curious and ask people, hey, how do you handle this? <laughs> how you are you're handle doing that? right like, now. You that have is, a lot of people. I am. No, I'm trying to ask you guys what you do. But I'm saying what has worked for me doesn't mean it's going to work for other people. But it's like, like having a kid is like a lot of other things where people want to reach out. Even though they, they mean well, they just like to tell you everything you're doing wrong. And, hey, Mm. I don't know. No one's doing it right. We're all trying to figure it out. Everybody that's a parent, you're trying to do whatever you can. Try to hug them, tell them you love them, and put them in the best situation possible. That's all you can do.
2: So how do you, like, tell on that same topic, how do you tell, like, your in-laws to, like, shut the fuck up and stop, you know, trying (laughs) to do too much? Have you run into that problem or no?
0: Uh, I'm very lucky. My in-laws help a lot. We need their help, and they have been helpful. But, no, um, no, it's all, like, generational, too, to where – I don't know. I think people more now, like people love to be helicopter parents, let their, let their, don't let their kids out not of their sight the and not let them community. really
3: get into it. <laughs> in the black community. They do not. I have never had no one call me and say, Hey man, I think you should do this. Nine times out of 10, is either come get your fucking child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Where are you? Or um, are, are you bringing them some tea? <laughs> but I, I've never had, Hey, hey buddy, you know, it's a little hard on Junie today. I think you should <laughs> step it back a little bit. Like that's that's. I think that's amazing that you have people that care to tell you. Well, hey, I think you should do this. Well, a yeah, yeah. They don't. like I wouldn't say they
0: call and go out of the way, but it's definitely people think they have all the answers. And they, they, they definitely feel like, this is what you should be doing.
4: And they'll phrase it um, in the way of a question. They're not going to tell you how to do it.
0: They'll say, <laughs> "Oh, oh you you do it, it, you do let your way. kid your kid use an iPad? Your your kid has seen what an knows what an iPad is, huh? Oh, that's mm, interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's apparently you're parent. not supposed to
4: like let your kid have screen time until they're two. My baby sits in front of the TV and watches all the sports. Okay? <sighs> Hell yeah. mine too. Yeah, exactly. Real, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's no there's no right or wrong way. That's the thing. That's the cool thing about parenting. Figure it out. Kids are born also with their personality, I feel like. Uh-huh. Their personality is set when they come out of the womb, man. You can do whatever you can to try to help them along the way, but like all my four kids have very, they're very different in how they react and respond to things, and I didn't do anything for that. It's just how they were from the jump.
2: Exactly. Look at Dahmer. You know, he he came out <laughs> a murderer.
0: Uh but his dad, he and his dad were like Scooping roadkill up and like doing autopsies in the car. Oh, garage, that's right. Him? true. That's science.
2: So don't do that parenting wise, you're saying?
0: Uh, probably not. I, I wouldn't. I, I don't mean I wouldn't. I'm not saying, like I said before, comment, I'm not giving anybody unsolicited advice. Sure. Whatever works for you. So hey, you,
4: don't, you don't let your kids in the tunnels underneath uh, your property uh, to see the experiments that you guys are doing?
0: Yeah, I've never been to Waxy's. I, I did make a mistake, honestly. So I, the house I live in, I built this house and I did not. With your bare fucking hands.
2: Don't leave that out. Don't leave that out with your bare
0: (laughs) fucking hands. My father-in-law built it with his bare hands, but at the time, when I was in Green Bay, the majority of it, maybe that's why I didn't do this, but I wanted to put in like multiple underground tunnels, underground bunkers, (laughs) all of that stuff. (laughs) I don't have anything. I have none of that right now, and it's too late to go back and do it now. Sure. So you don't have like a a fallout shelter? No. I wish I did. You sure about that? Yeah, I am, man. I've thought about it. I've thought about getting an excavator and going out there and digging my own, or maybe just a shovel. Maybe my help my, my kids help me do this. Use your face. Haven't done it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? Burrow your kid into yeah. your backyard. Bite the dirt. <laughs> I might away. but hey, guys, we don't have a big show ahead of us today, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Congrats, Pat. Yeah. Congrats, Congrats
1: Pat. Congrats, Pat. Congrats, Pat.
0: Congrats, Pat. Woo! And Sam. Coming back to and it. Sam. Dealing with a lot at the hospital right now. That's awesome. So cool that it already happened. I was not prepared for them to have this kid already. I feel like we had like oh, constantly. you know what? We had another week or two. Yo, one up, thing uh,
4: I forgot to talk about the seven hundred nurses that will be in their room in the next three days, <laughs> and they all they all teach you different stuff and all have different
2: opinions on how to do things. So that's awesome too. Well, in the yeah, you're right. The doctor referring to the child instead of by name just as baby, I think, is probably one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life.
0: The best. Well, thing. until. Do they give you a name? What if you Don't they write the name on a little board if you have a yeah. name for it?
5: Yeah. They do. Some doctors will still just refer to your child yeah, as little a baby. Yeah. So, when
2: when baby poops, yeah. uh, <laughs> make sure you use insert whatever the hell they say. Oh, okay. Well, they don't want to get the name wrong probably.
3: What are you going to say, back? When Good. baby poop, you better make sure you have that pacifier that's got the – you know the pacifier they give the babies that's got like a little taste on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably the best advice to give somebody because if you give them the, the regular pacifier – I learned that my baby was crying, fucking all night. We tried to go in there, and be fancy, get yeah, like you know, one of them nice pacifiers mm-hmm. instead of taking the green one that got like the takes, I guess, for the baby mm-hmm. from the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the good ones. What's that's it taste probably- like? Like mint or like goo? Well, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't taste uh, whiskey. Well, actually, I, I, I yeah, whiskey. Whiggy, that's <laughs> I mean. why I
2: figured they have like on the thing like like a like a car freshener. They don't have that. They don't tell you what kind of flavor you're getting. No, no, nah, they don't.
5: I don't think babies' taste buds are very developed when they just come out. Of <laughs> really? I don't think it's like, oh, hey, you want bubble gum or you want <laughs> strawberry? What do you, what do you think? So it's just good tasting. Maybe yeah. we can bring
2: yeah. you one. you tra- you taste it finally. I was going to say, yeah, I absolutely will.
3: I- I'll bring you one.
2: Yeah, it might take me yeah. back. I it mean, Nick Cage just said that he remembers <laughs> when he was a baby. So, Who? Nick Cage. Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect him to he remember did? that.
0: In his 60 Minutes interview, that was awesome, by the way, in his house in Las Vegas with a weird bird.
2: Yeah, he was like, I remember sometimes, you know, when I was – a little baby seeing faces and dark rooms. And I might've been inside my mother's stomach still. I don't
0: know, but I remember that as a child. I see. He actually said that, you know what? I have to believe him. If Nicholas Cage, I've watched that dude talk a few times. I've seen him act. Con Air is one of my favorite movies. Obviously. Not the favorite, but definitely one of them. Wicker I man. believe him. If he says it, I have to believe it, right?
2: Yeah,
5: of yeah. course. What are you talking about? It's an Academy Award winning actor. I mean, he knows. He sets the limit. Yeah. He said yeah. that himself. Yeah, you've seen it's National Treasure.
2: Benjamin fucking Gates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He he found the treasure on the back of the Declaration of Independence. He's not just some schlub.
0: I have not seen that movie
2: that he did. Is that any uh, good? Gotta yeah,
1: you see it. AJ. AJ.
0: Even foxy. even foxy it's you one of the greatest like... films of all time yeah and i, I know... mean you have to be you, you're sarcastic there fox you can't be real no it's
6: fox. a piece of u.s history
0: at this point it is so good yep. you have to see <laughs> it yeah
2: and us telling you you have to watch it definitely is going to lead you to
0: watching
1: this bingo. movie. bingo
0: i might cancel the show and actually go watch it i'm so excited now that you guys told me i have to watch it just wait until you, seen you this see movie? the clue no, I haven't resolute seen the movie. good i didn't Not think great. so nah what the hell you never know with you guys though because you guys how you talk about movies, you never know if you're serious or not because this you could be gaslighting this thing and you really don't like
5: it. No, 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 it's unbelievable. So is the second one. They're both just. I mean, honestly, there should be a third one. They're thinking about making it, and for whatever reason, Nick Cage just. I, I think he knew how good the first two were, and he was like, "We can't, 100%. we can't, you know, desecrate the franchise." Yeah,
2: and you've heard what I've said about Black Adam. I'm being completely honest with National <laughs> Treasure. This is
0: I would put it in my top ten movies all time. Easy. Wow. Wow, you know who, somebody who I'm not sure has seen that movie, but we got to see some footage walking into a facility today was Lamar Jackson. Ooh, Hell yeah. You See that? He looks How sweet. cool did he look? Walk, first off, the Ravens facility, too, looks very nice walking in. Like, it, I thought he was walking into a nice house. That's actually their facility they work out in, huh?
2: Yeah, the facility wasn't the problem. Remember, it's the strength coach that's telling them to do all these fucked up shit and drills when they're already injured. But yeah, look at this hair. I mean, are you mm. kidding me? He looks nice I
0: love it. Is he doing a presser today? I
5: would uh, assume, yeah, so, yeah. Right? gotta be.
1: That is wow, look sweet. At his pants, man, he looks sweet. Yeah, look. Uh, at that. Looks that's like a club nice. That's not the it normal. It's that's not the normal the facility. Course. Yeah,
0: as I said, yeah, it looks right? like a golf clubhouse. Well, that's as an Under Armour. They built that whole situation for him, didn't they, in Baltimore? Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that where his base out of? Under Armour. Yeah, that's where yeah. it started. Baltimore. Kevin Plank started, played in Maryland and all that stuff. So yeah, they. It's like a full. They're entrenched in all Under Armour, but I know their GM Eric DaCosta – there's a cool little video going on. I know we could get it pulled up here shortly, probably. But Eric DaCosta, their GM, basically, guys, he admitted – sounds like he's kind of admitting like, yeah, you know what? I didn't do a good enough job getting Lamar enough weapons. I didn't mm-hmm. surround him with the talent needed to try to make him reach his potential fast enough, I guess. And I thought it was – I don't know what you guys think of it, but I thought it was pretty cool. And, Evie, if he has it, we can we can pot it on up there. Here we go. Let's see. Is this the video or you just want me to read this situation? Video. Got the video. Let's see it.
7: About OBJ. Um, And then how's that going to affect, you know, Lamar as a passer, you know, how's he going to play? We want to maximize Lamar's ability. I've probably done a poor job of doing that over the last couple of years in some ways and not having more receivers around him. Um, And we love the guys we have, but, you know, in terms of building the best possible offense, um, that's a factor too. So, you know, every situation has residual values associated. Every player that you bring in um, is different and they affect things differently leadership ability community whatever that might be long term and we see obj as a big part of that whole thing
0: pack what do you think of this you like this you like him
3: coming out and basically admitting like yeah i need to do a better job well he should have came out with this before the contract shit. i think yeah now you could come out and say this yeah. shit. now that you have paid him and he's probably all- worried about leverage though right you think he's worried about leverage if he said this before Right. But what I'm saying is, like, now you come out and say, he, oh, we got OBJ. You got to worry about how Lamar going to play with OBJ. You need more than OBJ. You're looking at the roster. You got uh, Rasheed, Batman, Zay Flowers. <laughs> like, you need to go get some fucking guys, bro. You got one guy. And if we was go to go play Baltimore tomorrow, we would double fucking OBJ and let somebody else beat us. And that's what's going on right now. Of course, we know. What Lamar can do, man, he's one of the best that's playing right now at that position. He, but I, I just I think this is, is a, a get out of jail free card for the fucking GM, just in case they don't win ten games. I,
4: I, I'm trying to understand the angle because for him, because he Bateman was a first round pick, Hollywood Brown was a first round pick, Zay Flowers is now a first round pick. Um, like, yeah, they didn't work out. Hollywood got traded. Bateman's been hurt. Um so it's like they tried and the guys that they brought in in free agency it was like a 100-year-old Sammy Watkins yep and, and those types Marcus Robinson yes mm-hmm. and those types so um no they he hasn't done like maybe he's tried but they haven't worked out which does fall on the GM but that's also him being like in a good organization with the Ravens cuz if you're a GM in a shitty organization and you say that like you're put you're basically putting yourself on the chopping block correct
0: Yeah that's a good point like I guess he yeah he's smart he knows now like yeah I guess packy you have a, it's an interesting view of it it's yeah it's like all right I, i'm gonna I'm gonna admit to some possible mistakes I made leading up to this, but ultimately I figured it out. I got it done. Lamar is here. He's signed. He's in the building.
2: Yeah, it feels like the veteran aspect of it. Like, he hasn't signed any established guys until now. Like, Mark Andrews is homegrown and Odell is kind of the first guy they've mm-hmm. signed uh, that isn't like a Sammy Watkins or someone that could be on the back half of their career versus Odell, who, you know, is coming off one of his, you know, best runs with the Rams at the end. But, I mean, you mentioned Zay Flowers and, AJ, you can probably speak to this too. Like, if you are a first round pick, is the team, no matter what, the guys in the Ravens locker room, are they expecting like, hey, Zay Flowers is going to be a guy who's going to catch a hundred passes, have a thousand yards, have eight touchdowns, like he's going to have an immediate impact? Because, like, as a Patriots fan, and me and Pacman were talking about this earlier, like the Patriots secondary is supposed to be very good. But that is completely dependent upon the first-round pick, Christian Gonzalez, coming in and just being a stud right away. Like, is the expectation inside Baltimore, especially for the guys that are on the team, not so much the front office because he's a first-round pick, so obviously they're expecting Zay Flowers to play well. Like, for the vets and the players in that building, are they like, yeah, we're going to be just fine. We have Odell, and Zay Flowers is definitely going to be a great player.
0: Well, they, they definitely hope. They expect him to come in and be a starter from the jump, and I'm sure they're telling him, like, hey, man, like, i don't know if you're looking around but there's a lot of great opportunity for you out in front of it like yeah, there's well, not a ton yeah. if you look like like pac said if someone's playing baltimore right now they're probably going to double obj and then make other people beat you and you're going to tell zay flowers hey bro you're going to get a lot of balls you have a chance you have a great opportunity ahead of you so you make sure you're doing everything you can because there's some places where you may be a first round pick but there may be some studs in front of you some vets that you're going to have to split time with or try to work to get in there Zay flowers could hit the ground run day mm-hmm. one be a starter in camp and they're going to look at him like three games into the season, hey, bro, you're not a rookie anymore. Yeah. Right. this is You have great opportunity in front of you. You need to go out there and make some plays right away.
3: I yeah. guess. If, if anybody in Zay Flower camp that have a little bit of a football sense, this is a great situation for yeah. him. With Lamar, you, if you don't put eight in the box, you're fucked. Yeah. If you play Odell and don't put two on him, you're fucked. Yeah. So Zay is going to get the one-on-ones 90% Especially with Mark of
1: Andrews the game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So if, if he can show up, he don't have to be what a chase was, you know, but he got to be consistent. We need you to catch the ball when you need to catch the ball, and we need you to get open. But um, it, it's going to be very interesting to see how de- the defensive teams line up um, with the additions that they got. The thing I, with the Ravens this, how would year, you?
4: this year too, I, like, you don't know – you don't know if it's, what the offense is going to be either, because Monken's coming from Georgia. Right. Like, you know, is he, also,
6: do we know if AP's on the team?
4: Antonio, oh, no, yeah. he's. I believe he's trying to figure out how to. Play or pay Antonio Brown? Yeah, he's trying yeah. to figure out how to pay his guys in the football team that he bought. Yeah, um,
0: I would like to. Uh, I, if Antonio wants to come on a program and try to clear things up or let us know exactly what's going on in his whole situation, he can. Don't you think he's welcome on here sometime, guys? Wouldn't yeah, you welcome him to come explain Absolutely. himself. So, what is what is exactly going on with AP? <laughs> he owned uh, an, an an arena team. What can you guys let me know exactly what happened?
5: Yeah, I believe it was just he owned an arena team, and then a couple of the players came out and basically said, like, "Hey, we haven't been getting paid." And then a couple guys said, like, yeah, you kind of, you know, you would have to expect this. And A.B. basically shot back and, like, called one guy a fatso and said he didn't know, you know, (laughs) shit about anything. He was Um, allegedly. He was allegedly a fatso. Uh, We don't know yet. But, I mean, like – Anytime anything happens with A.B., like it seems like bad stuff kind of follows him. So it seemed like this was kind of just... Uh, Is
3: this a Pittsburgh team?
5: I don't think it was no, a Pittsburgh No, it was like no. The <laughs> team his dad
4: used to play <laughs> it for. Was New York, right? But it turns out maybe
2: his dad didn't even play for that team. Nope. That team was... How much did he buy and, him? bro? How much did it cost to buy the team? I think like $45 <laughs> and a couple <laughs> Happy Meals. The team won the, the last
7: two league championships. Okay. Now they've This lost was two a coaches. dynasty
0: now they've lost what have they lost two head coaches or just one
2: well ab i think ab's the head coach now yeah ab's head coach now i think yeah i I believe he is um he
0: should play get out there go score some touchdowns but no
4: maybe he might be on the ravens now because he did that's to your to the original point he to zito's original point he may be on the ravens now because he did tweet out the uh picture in the ravens uniform i don't know where he would have got that picture from if he
0: wasn't on the ravens right now so hmm yeah, nobody on the internet can could put that together, can they?
5: AI. I mean, it looks pretty good. AI might. AI did work. it.
0: Chat Chat G G B T G P T. What is P- it called? P okay, got a P in there. G P T. That thing's That's doing C- more and more by the day. Look at this. So this it's not photoshopped, is it? Huh? No. no, no it he looks, looks like it. I zoomed in on
6: the edges. It does not look Photoshopped at all.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, back to your original question, though, do you, do you, to pack and AJ? How do you play Lamar in this
3: team, especially not knowing how they're going to run their offense? Me personally, I'm packing the box with Lamar and make him beat us. Make him
0: beat you throw down the field. Make him beat us.
3: Beat beat us over the top. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to let him beat us with his feet. And I'm going to see if Odell can handle the load of carrying the load for a whole season.
5: I think if you go back to the original, like, quote from Eric DaCosta, if you want to play devil's advocate, like, in defense of him – like yeah, in years past they maybe could have done something for Odell or I mean for you know like Lamar to get him like a, a top market receiver. But if you look at this year's free agent, like receiver class, yeah, yeah Odell was hurt, but like he kinda was the bell of the ball. Like he, he, was, he was the, the prize the possession. Like I don't know if they sign Alan Lazard if people are really saying like, Oh, look what you guys are doing for Odell. You know what I mean? Like it just so like I, I do think like, yeah, the timing of it is kind of weird, and obviously, you know, it's a lot easier saying that when you've got the contract done but also like at this point moving forward do you think is there any bad blood from Lamar and the Ravens, or is that all just put to rest when he signs that new contract?
3: I think it's all put to rest. He seemed very happy um, with his tweets now, um, walking into whatever facility that was. But, man, once you get that deal done, you know, it's going to be a whole lot of flock. You heard what he said on IG. It's going to be a whole lot of flocking for the next five years. Mm -hmm. You smell me? So uh, (laughs) I think he's happy. Um, I don't see no reason why he wouldn't be happy. Well, and to yeah, Ty's point,
2: too, like, the free agent market is down. It feels like no one's going to let go of a good wide receiver anymore. No. Like, they're either going to get paid or it's going to be like a Tyreek Hill, Devontae yeah, Adams. Yeah, give up like,
5: a bunch of picks for him. Yeah,
2: you're going to trade him and you're going to get a lot back. That's why, like, Zay Flowers, if he is good – I mean, Lamar just signed a five-year deal. Zay Flowers on a rookie contract with a fifth-year option because he's a first-round pick. Like, that could be a tandem. And now Baltimore is like a destination. Yeah. It used to not be like that, obviously, because there was all this, like, where the hell is Lamar going? Now for five years they have Lamar in free agent, you know, wide receivers, whether D Hop gets there. You know, if he ends up being a free agent down the road, that's a spot immediately you would assume that he would want to play. And, I mean, really anybody, but who knows how many guys are going to get to free agency now as wide receivers, especially those top-tier
0: guys. Well, and we always talk about, hey, if you could draft a quarterback – you have that window while he's on his rookie contract to yeah. where you could kind of build the team around him. But also now, it's almost like that with receivers. If you can draft a receiver and get him in his rookie contract because these guys get paid so much damn money once they become superstars that you might not be able to hold on to them. So also, yeah, you get, you get one or two young receivers that have a bunch of production early in their career that gives you a huge benefit, I feel like, but you got to like manage that window yeah. before you have to start paying all these guys. That's what the the whole balance of the NFL is, I guess. The right?
3: Bengals is a good example of that. We're having T Higgins that's finna be up, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, being the third round, I think was second or third round second. pick. Um, he's up, no more tagging, none of that right now. Mm-hmm. So it's eager to see what they're going to do. Do we have enough money to pay T Higgins? I hope. I pray to God that we do. I we gotta pay Joe so Burrow. Yep, right now. But I think like if you have a crafty, and then Jamar
5: Chase, right? Yeah. well, yeah, Jamar Chase too. But if you have a crafty GM, like you, yes. you can you can keep every. I mean, like look what the Eagles just did. Like they signed Hertz to what now the second biggest you know money deal in the history of the NFL. And like they just keep adding guys. And granted, like the, you know everyone's saying they crushed the draft, but like they lost what like one or two big pieces. But outside of that, like they're basically bringing back. The exact same team they had that went to the yeah. Super Bowl last year.
4: Yeah, it yeah. feels like, like, why wouldn't teams, our whole thing was, yes, either have a really, really good old quarterback who's making money um, or have a, a good rookie quarterback who you can fill around him. Um uh, But it feels like now, like, in the last year or so, like, it. I don't think it matters at all anymore. Right. Like the way that they structured Jalen Hurts' contract, I, I think they're fine for years to come. The way that Mahomes' contract happened, like, yeah, like, and now I assume once that happens, other GMs, I, I'm interested to see how they structured Lamar's contract. But like with, with Burrow and and with Herbert, like, why wouldn't you just structure it similar to how they did with Jalen, so that it doesn't fucking kill you at all?
5: I also don't know if it was this way in the past with like the way like all the new money is going up and up and up. But like yeah. good GMs now, like you can they can almost like. Plan out what the salary cap's gonna be in like the next few years, you know. Like I, I don't remember, and maybe it's just because we ha- we didn't really talk about it previously, but like they can actually see like, oh shit, like, you know, we'll we'll be fine five years from now because we know how much money's coming into the league. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do they have these like do front offices have like MIT type dudes, like just straight numbers guys coming in there yeah. trying to help them project the cap and put all that stuff together?
2: Yeah, Mike Greenberg down in uh Tampa. Oh, oh! Boys,
6: I don't know right, if I'm going to be the numbers guy in any of these places, <laughs> but I will tell you what, I'm a fucking pump dad right Yeah, yeah. Let's go! Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Hey, AJ, thank you for manning the ship here. Pac-Man, I wish I was in there to see you. Boys, I miss you. This morning has been
5: <laughs> bananas.
6: What <laughs> yeah. these women do.
5: Huh? <laughs> Crazy. Nuts. <laughs>
6: Well, we were talking about it like through the pregnancy process where like her lungs were getting shoved up into her rib cage and like her bladder was like in a completely different spot than where humans normally have bladders. And then like everything else is just kind of fitting in there for a human to be inside. It's like a little alien growing inside of a human. Sure. And like the discomfort that she has had to go through, all these women go through to have baby. It's like what an experience to get a chance to watch how badass of a woman your wife is! Uh-huh. Like that is that has been. Then <laughs> this
0: morning, holy shit! Dude. I mean, it is. <laughs> hey, hey, you're you get it. woken up. You guys get woken up in the middle of the night, All and of a you're in? in it. So she, 2:50 yeah, two fifty a.m.
6: She, nice. wow, uh, her water breaks. Ooh. So I'm still sleeping, you know, I'm snoozing, and at like three twenty-seven, I get like a tap on the shoulder. And I wake up and she goes, uh, I think my water broke. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, we were a couple weeks out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is, this is, she's baby, very healthy, mama, very healthy. Hell yeah. yeah. But we still had a couple weeks to prepare here. You know what I mean? I still mm-hmm. had some things I had to do. Ty, literally just yesterday, I heard you lead the show, told me about some videos I need to watch. <laughs> I haven't watched those yet, <laughs> I have <laughs> two weeks <laughs>
5: Yeah, it's it's crazy, but I mean, you'll be fine cuz now yeah. now you don't have a choice. It's hey, you're in it. So uh-huh. you you know it's 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 I mean, real. Yeah, exactly. It's real. <laughs> hey, she's got
6: she's got a lot oh. of hair. Oh, wow.
5: Yeah. Let's Look, go. Oh. Hair.
6: Good job, Sam. Congrats. Yeah, Thanks. Sam, you kicked ass. dude. She kicked so much ass. So, 30ish I'm made aware, 30ish I'm made aware of the situation. Get up. And what am I going to do? I don't what help am I? You know? <laughs> yeah. She's like, you can drive. I think my water car. broke. I think my water broke. I'm like Googling. What does it mean to have her water? I'm like, I have no, I have no. <laughs> that
7: I either pissed myself or my water broke. Yeah. it's Literally.
6: And I'm like, maybe she did. I don't know. The body's been doing crazy things. I could have a too. <laughs> yeah, I might have pissed. You might have been laying in my piss. I mean, I don't know what I was. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we took a little bit. She ran a couple of tests. She changed her underwear to get a different color because like the color of the liquid i guess for the Mm -hmm. water break is a big deal yep so like what what so we had to figure it all out it's our first time getting the stage you know we lost two babies you know in consecutive years so like this is a day that we've been waiting for for like 30 months or so and then when the day arrives out of nowhere 3 a.m it's like i should have prepared more oh my god (laughs) and then i get our uh to-go bag and i pack up the car And she was just a G, dude. Sam was just an absolute G through this whole thing. There was like two moments of full freak out, I think, from her. But other than that, it was like, here we go. We get in here. Her doctor was ready. Her doctor says, all right, here we go. She had a C section. So, like, um, watching that, (laughs) you know, you're you're in that's a full operation, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sitting there. So they put me out and, like, she goes into the operating room. I'm sitting outside the operating room and there's a bunch of commotion going in there, you know, and they're all trying to keep it super upbeat and they have to give her a shot and they have to do some other stuff before they get in there. As soon as they open the door, I'm like yelling like, Hey, you're a badass! Don't ever forget it. <laughs> you know, like just trying to like motivate. Cause I'm like mm-hmm. literally sitting in a corner or whatever. So then I go into the room and they sit me down next to her head with like a, there's like a, a sheet being used right here. And then we're talking two and a half, three minutes later that we Wide open, right down yonder, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm looking at the inside of my wife. I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna look down there. And then five minutes later, baby pops out, head pops out, and I'm like, just looking. I'm like, I start crying. I start getting like real. I'm like, that's my, that's, that's our baby right yeah. there. So then cool. Sam, Sam's going through some pain here at this point. So now I'm back to coaching. You know, like, hey, nice. we have a baby. You made an angel. You made an absolute angel. And then they take the baby to the side. Cries for the first time, and I think that's when Sam, like, mm-hmm. he like, really and then Sam got good that yeah, it is first good set
2: in. Yeah. yeah, it
6: was really, it's been amazing. She's she's eaten one time, she's a guzzler. She downs. <laughs> like, we yeah. had to get a new, we had to get a new fucking uh nipple. What is that? Nipple. A nipple, a new nipple because the other nipple just wasn't you know. <laughs> we need to down the hatch a little, quicker.
0: you need a heavier flow nipple, you need, yeah, quicker, the quicker one, yeah. 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 Oh.
6: So I had to learn how to swaddle today. That was fun. These That's nurses. Hilarious. Not were- easy. Get, yeah. get a velcro.
4: Get a velcro one as soon as you get out of that. Yep.
6: Yeah, I think Sam, as this lady was trying to teach me how to do this, Sam was like whispering to me, like, Hey, we got the cheat code one at the house. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, yeah. you know, smart. Smart. Thank you. smart. But Did just you
0: give her a bath? Cool, man. Huh? Do you clean it? Do you give her a little bath at all? Yeah. I think it happens later. Mm-hmm. That'll be sweet. Yeah, I remember my first one was born my daughter. And they're like, here, do you want to give her a little bath? And she was so tiny. I was like scared. We have some video of it. My big mangled fingers trying to like wipe her down. And (laughs) and she wasn't really crying. So it was good. Actually, she seemed to like it. Like that was, that's when it set in for me. Like, yeah, here we go. I got a kid. Do you get
1: the
0: the skin to skin in?
6: Oh, yeah. So as soon as we got back to the room, um, the nurses were there. It's called the golden hour, I guess, whenever you can. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a big deal, I guess, is what people talk about. I don't. Once again, if we had two more weeks to do some more research, I would have known that, but I did not know this was the case. So Sam went skin to skin for like a good 15, 20. And that was a cool moment, you know, like watching her entire, like Sam, Sam's going to be the best mom of all time. She's an absolute badass. So watching that moment happen was really cool. That was another emotional moment for me. You know, I'm over here just leaking from my face. (laughs) And then, then I take, I pop my top off. Mm -hmm. I put her on my chest. And I'm, like, trying to look at her, and my neck gets a cramp from trying to at her while holding her. And uh, it's been amazing. And I just want to say thank you to everybody for showing us so much love. Big thanks to the doctors here at this hospital, the nurses at this hospital, what? and all of you guys for being awesome. My wife is a fucking G, and uh, now it's a whole new world for us, I guess.
0: Man, that's awesome. That's That's so cool. I don't know how... Do you have any idea what your next step is? Like how long you're you're going to be in the hospital and all that? So, I'm, a, I'm a, I think it's a few
6: days. We got to do another. Uh, food's coming here soon. So, uh, yeah. hey, nah, buckle up,
1: boys! Yep. You know <laughs> I mean? Buckle up,
6: buckle up, boys! We're trying. Uh, we're going to try the new nip here in a couple minutes and fast. I fast assume fast. Sam will be able to figure it out. But my issue is like, at some point, Sam's going to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You got it. Showtime. <laughs> well, and it sounds so,
2: like from what you said too, the chug has been passed down. I mean, that's that's great yeah. news.
6: I'm a little bit worried. I mean, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves for when she's like <laughs> a teenager and college and everything like that. but sure. Yeah. I mean, she made this little thing diss a fucking peer whenever mm-hmm. they oh. were in front of her, and then we got a we got the Binky, and I heard Pac Man talking about mm-hmm. the flavored Binky, and Tish actually told Sam that at the wedding a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Tish was like, "Hey." Flavored. this is what you need you need the flavored one so we appreciate to the the pack family for that whole thing but we got the binky like a little bit later she put that thing in her this thing's like a movie it's going like out of her mouth <laughs> in her mouth like it's like a fucking character out of the a couple more you need to relax <laughs> all right but i think uh i think the baby's a guzzler i think the baby's a guzzler hell right? yeah that's good news but fully healthy mama kicks so much ass there's a little bit of recovery, I think, for the C-section mm-hmm. or whatever, but she's already fighting through it all. Yeah.
4: Um, Wait till you see the color it, of that first poop, too.
6: Oh yeah, yeah. So I changed it. I have changed a diaper. Nice. Okay. I didn't touch it though. The nurse changed it right in front of me.
3: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> you got to watch. You got <laughs> to watch up close for the world. What did you name your baby girl, Pat? Uh, I'm gonna
6: let Sam do that one, Pat. You know, that ain't
3: (laughs) that ain't Uh, me.
1: That is not me. You guys had it though. Did you guys have it all picked out?
6: Um, yeah, it was it was pretty close. You know, we were down there and a couple different times I thought we had a name and I said it publicly and then I was told like, What are you doing? All right, so (laughs) So now is not the time to do that. I'm gonna lay low for a bit. But um I wanted to Oh she just had a hiccup. It's so cute. Like, everything she does, I'm like, this thing's the cutest thing of all uh-huh. time. She'll start sleeping, and then she just makes random noises. Like, mm-hmm. she's just like, oink, oink, oink. I'm like... She'll be farting, you know, too. Hiccups.
0: They'll fart a lot, too, when they're young. A lot of hiccups, a lot of burps.
6: Speaking of farting, the room we're in kind of small toilet right there, okay? hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> No.
0: Take the pinky ring off? What'd you do?
6: <laughs> I went into somebody, like, there's an empty room down the hall.
0: Smart. You <laughs> I thought it was empty. Some dead guy in the corner, by the way.
6: No, didn't. Well, somebody not using did, it.
1: somebody no, did What'd knock. you say?
0: No, I'm in here.
6: Somebody I said, Whoa, whoa. That's what I said while I was destroying. <laughs> I mean, I was absolutely slaughtering that toilet. And uh, I thought there was nobody, like, we're in a pretty good area. And it wasn't planned. So we kind of lucked out here that there were some rooms open for us. Nobody is in our area here. Okay. We're in a good area. Sweet. isolated. Nice. So Sweet. I figured, all right, i'm good down in this room. I think I'm not massive grumpy here. So I don't. Yeah, have of course. To-. I don't have to have my baby smelling that mm-hmm. in the first couple hours in life. I go in there, all of a sudden I'm log two, halfway through, and we're talking full bang, 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 bang on the door. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I thought like something happened. Turns out this is where all the employees come and take grumpies. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so all these toilets kind of get used. Were they the waiting? Work. Were they waiting when you came out? Uh, I actually saw going into another room. So, like, smart. I don't know if this room that we're in was used before I got in here, but I do think a lot of the employees are shitting all over this place. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got to feed the baby. I got uh, to figure this whole thing out. I think I'll learn how to swaddle before we get out of here in a couple days, but we shall see. And I appreciate the hell out of everybody for being so kind to us. I obviously appreciate my wife uh, for being a badass, and our baby girl is going to be awesome. And you guys... Hell of a show! I've been watching. We've been watching right here, bedside,
0: right here.
4: Hell yes! Yeah, it's it's a show. It's live. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Kids like, and your baby's like two, like an hour old, two hours old. That's that's nuts, man. Yeah, this is good uh, influence for the baby. (laughs) That's right. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, welcome to Thunderdome. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome baby McAfee. Well, they all call it baby baby McAfee when they come in. All the nurses. Uh, so we did the whole don't put our name anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smart. There you go. What's Kardashians?
6: That's yeah. smart. Yeah. Kardashians. Uh, I heard Dahmer mentioned earlier. I don't think he's putting his name anywhere either. No, 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 no. I, didn't I didn't bring him
0: up. No, I did not bring him up. No, that
2: was me.
6: I heard Dig say that you should use your face to shovel <laughs> a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that <was> pretty good. <laughs> That was a funny line. I, big pop out of the big pop out of the whole room there. Good. With use your face. But um
0: all right, I appreciate you guys so much, man. Have an incredible program. Awesome, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Sam, congrats. Yeah, awesome congrats, work. Congrats. Congrats, congrats guys. You guys.
4: Congrats. Guys.
0: congrats. congrats killing it. Good Woo! job, man. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. All right. Man.
6: We appreciate you guys. This is a day we'll remember forever. Absolutely. We will. May, May 4th. 4th. 2023, a lot of May the 4th be with you in the uh, congratulatory oh, tweets. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've never big. seen a movie. I don't think Sam has either, but hell yeah, we appreciate that fourth. We do. We appreciate all the 4th that you can send us. Positive fourths are always good for everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, amen. I love you all. Appreciate you all. Goodbye.
0: Congrats. Awesome. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Congrats. across awesome. I didn't know he'd be able to call in like that. That's amazing, man. Like Sam. Sam killed it. Obviously, she's still like C-sections, full-blown surgery. She's oh yeah, That's there, like nuts. An hour or two later, sitting here and she seems seems to be doing well. Yeah, Very good well. spirits, joking around and everything. That was awesome. I, I definitely did not
2: expect that. They are they're looking incredible. Took me back. Took me back for sure.
0: Absolutely. You guys, about you guys gonna pop out some more? Ty and uh, Diggs, you guys on your way? You That's a bet. Plan. That's the plan. Oh. Ty's shooting big old loads, huh? Is that you're oh, yeah. Swimmers. <laughs> my, nuts, <laughs> my nuts
5: are so heavy right now. Oh, I just <laughs> like, plum. Oh, my God. Especially
4: now, ours are getting to the age where, like, they're actually – you can see their personalities, and, and they're, like, every single day they're just getting better. So, yeah, you obviously are automatically want another.
5: But then everyone tells you, you know, it's like, hey, if the first one's awesome and seems perfect, like the second one's probably going to be a little shit. So it kind of like, makes you, you know, pop the brakes a little bit. But – no, I mean, yeah, you know, why not?
2: How old do You're they? Right, how old do they? Um, when they get to the age where they can like say things, like not even full sentences, just words. A year, maybe? Is
5: that yeah? hmm yeah, probably a year. I think it's the same deal though. I think it differs for a lot of oh, you yeah. know. Some babies start talking early. Some babies start talking really late. Nick mm. said he didn't talk till he was five years old. That's sweet.
0: Whoa, it was some like some two and a half. But- yeah, some kids true. breastfeed till they're like nine. Yeah. That's what you did. We're like 15. I did not do that, but maybe I should have. Maybe I would have been like seven feet tall if I did, huh? The kids are like slapping the boob, like, hey, fucking. Yeah, like. Open up, Yeah, wake up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Drop those suckers out, mom's Food, starving. food.
1: I, I was in Bahamas <laughs> one time. Got a baseball.
3: I was in Bahamas one time, and the kid come out the pool and go straight over there and start sucking <laughs> the mom's teeth. This is no bullshit. And I look at my wife like. This fucking kid is walking around and he's going <laughs> out here to suck his mom's titty. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know was. If, it's that, if it's different for. You say, like, hey, I got an to <laughs> I looked at her. I'm hungry like, too. And she was just like, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. She was proud. Oh my God. It's nuts. You
2: what guys you, ever you hear it What of you a wet do if you
3: see somebody? You can't say shit. No. Kid walking uh. around one year old, diving in the pool, come back, sucking your titty.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Hey,
4: yeah i've heard it's of, i've heard of one what is it though i've never i don't know what
0: it is wet nurse i don't know if it happens anymore but back in the day people the mom wouldn't breastfeed but like somebody else that didn't have a kid somehow produced breast milk would feed their kid oh Mitt had one of those that's right <laughs> what, are you serious yeah he had yeah, a I yep. mm-hmm. okay <laughs> I, how do you, if you don't have a kid how do you produce milk I think they had a kid at one time, and
4: they just never stopped breastfeeding. Because yeah. I saw people who can donate their breast milk, and that's what they do.
2: They just never stop. I've seen that? Just yeah, constantly
5: do, pump. Direct so people donate to cows. You,
2: Hawk.
0: To cows? What do you mean?
2: They don't have kids. They keep, you know, cheddar milk.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true, con man. That's a good point. It's Nature, you know, versus nurture. Yeah, it's
2: just whatever you know Lodge. nature calls
0: for. <laughs> Yeah, You think so?
2: Yeah, I think that's exactly how it works. I mean, I would know. I have the most kids in this room. So,
0: come in. Are you, do you think you'll have kids someday? I don't know. I need to grow up a lot. Um, no, you don't. You're fine. You could have a kid right now. You look how many absolutely people... Absolutely not. Uh, so many people have kids. Absolutely not. I think you're
2: mature enough. Yeah. I think I think at some point I'll get there. 5, 10, 15 years down the road, uh, I'll get there think at about some it. point.
0: Con, it'd be so fun. You could sit there Give your little kid a pair of binocs. You could sit out there and watch all the homeless people out your window from your apartment. Talk about, hey, can you imagine a little con junior? If we went down there, we would just mop up all those people. That would be easy,
2: but I still enjoy things like, you know, playing video games and not having to listen to anybody. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just kind of doing your own thing. I, I live on my own time at the moment, you know, and it's very nice. Um, but yeah, yeah, five, ten, fifteen years. I, I got, I got some time still, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I respect that. You know who's feeling their voice right now? Trevor Lawrence, guys. I know it's a great pivot. Oh yeah. 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 But Trevor yeah. Lawrence, why? Okay, he's pissed off at what Kyle Brant is that who he's mad about? I think good morning was football
2: like- as a whole, not right. even specifically Kyle Brandt, because he was on the video. But I think it's everyone
0: in there. Do we have a video of this? We can pull it up. Yeah, we can pull no, it up. No, you don't need to, but what happened? There's So there's seven tiers of AFC QBs, and Trevor Lawrence is not high enough on this list, or what is it?
2: Definitely not. He is uh, sixth on the list. Um, you, you can you know fill in the rest on the top. Sixth he's, quarterback? Or? No, he's sixth, sixth tier, tier with uh, Matt Jones, Tua Tagovailoa, and Kenny Pickett. What and is, obviously,
3: what's the top tier?
2: I think it's Rodgers or Mahomes. Wait, there's six tiers and Trevor Lawrence is on the sixth tier. S- seven tiers. And yeah, seven? he's on the he's the sixth. Yeah, there it is. Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, was, Mah- was it Mahomes? It two, Powell. he's down there with two. Uh, yeah, Mack and Pickett. The oh, top Kenny's criminally low. The top 2. I mean, Rodgers is on the third tier it Isn't looks like. Burrow? Yeah. Burrow and Josh Allen. Okay, well, Rogers second. has
4: never won a game in the
2: AFC, so that's a good that's point. Weird. Yeah, Lamar, I mean uh, Herbert, he no Rodgers, Russell Roger Wilson's in the, the Russell
4: Wilson's in the fourth tier.
2: Is he's that in, what in I'm tier gonna, four, yeah. yeah, rushing it. that guy's Russell. never won a game in the AFC either, and he's been there for a year. And Deshaun, they put Jimmy G at five. Also, he's only won a couple. Oh games.
3: yeah, he should be mad about this. Definitely, he yeah. should definitely but- fucking be mad. <laughs> I like that he's actually
0: saying something on Twitter, though, don't you think? At least he's – like, of course he's quietly pissed, but I'm glad that he's at least like – because Trevor Lawrence to us seems like, at least to me, like just such a good dude, quiet guy, goes about his business. I think he should step out there and and make his opinion known sometime.
4: Ever since he went to that fucking Waffle House, he's been a different man, and I fucking – I respect that.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
5: Also, just like, you know, everyone just acts like it it never happened, but like can you imagine if Doug Peterson would have been his head coach his rookie year? And then oh, after man. last year, like, he brought he – I mean – Remember what happened? Yeah, you, you remember. You're a guy.
0: Remember, AJ? What, remember?
5: what happened? What do you mean? His
0: rookie year? What happened? When you
2: were on the boat with that guy, that same guy who became the head coach. Fingy
5: Fingy, a legend. Yeah. Not many people know
0: about the boat. that boat interview he did. Urban here. Meyer was his head coach his first year, and Urban did not ma- – Urban made it, what, 10 weeks? How, many, how long did he – 12, maybe? I, I, I forget, honestly.
2: They rallied behind – They passed the bye week, barely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They beat yeah, the that was Bills. a tough start for him. Beat the Bills, beat the Dolphins in London.
5: Mm-hmm. That's right. Who the fuck
2: made this list? It said Kyle Brandt's AFC oh, quarterback's boy. on there. Yeah. Oh.
0: So did he just want to get people talking? Is that what that's what it feels like? Yeah. Or maybe he believes it. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure. He I never know with lists shit. like because, this. Because, shit, Trevor Lawrence threw for 4,100 yards, eight interceptions. That's pretty good. Fucking uh, uh, uh your boy Wilson. from Russell Wilson, he might had fucking 1,000 yards this year.
2: Yeah, I think it might have to do with the first, uh, the first playoff game. I think he, he's probably looking at. I mean, granted, I do not, you know, agree with him whatsoever. But as far as sure. like justifying it or playing devil's advocate, like Trevor Lawrence threw four picks in the first round, yeah. and then the Chargers just, you know, kind of blew it. But I do think I think Trevor Lawrence is unbelievable. Especially we we're just talking about free agent wide receivers. He wasn't a free agent, but Calvin Ridley is probably the best receiver Could, being added to any team. Yeah. Were you yeah. po- so Well,
4: you popped that up there real quick cuz I I feel like personally I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence than Russell Wilson. I know he was in tier 4. For sure. Yeah. Deshaun was the other one. Yeah, I'd definitely
5: rather have him than Jimmy G. Yeah, for sure. Been Jimmy G.
2: Yeah, I mean, probably what? Fourth probably be up there.
3: That would be f- I, if they are with
2: Rogers him. Herbert and I would put him in tier f-
4: Tier four instead yeah. of Russ.
3: Yeah, would you move Russ down to
5: 6?
4: 7. seven I mean, Her-
5: Herbert doesn't have a, the guy's got a playoff win. Herbert doesn't. You know, mm-hmm. you could argue that he he should be in tier three too. True. This I guy.
0: mean, until until Russ proves to us that he is somewhat of the Russ of old. Yeah, I don't know how you put it. Russ in th- is he three or four? But there was Season like four. four.
4: The, you could kind of tell like the year before, like as a, his last year in Seattle, like it was starting to not not
5: be great. Now, a lot of people are blaming all the old line and stuff like that, but... I, I mean, they were trying to get rid of him because everyone knew his last year in Seattle would be his last year mm-hmm. in Seattle. They were trying to get rid of him in the offseason prior.
4: But, like, I don't... I mean, he did wear his jersey
5: to... Uh, <laughs> <Ukrainian camp laughs> Which does. was cool. That was awesome. Yeah, it, was it was Good marketing. Work. Which yeah, is sweet. got that sweet truck.
2: Yeah, I do assume also that Sean Payton is going to make
0: him levels better. You would
2: like, think so. Yeah, yeah, like I don't see levels how. better.
5: How yeah. much better though?
0: How much better can he make him? Is my question. Maybe like one, tier one tier, three better, three better yeah. tier three better, tier two up. tiers better, perhaps.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's an impo- it's a very diff- their division game is made played on said. paper.
0: Well, amen, said. amen, brother. That's what Trevor I mean, Lawrence. And Trev, is saying. Me and Trevor Lawrence, right? <laughs> I mean, the, also Trevor Lawrence has made the Jags relevant again. Like they, oh yeah, legit. Take them see- like they are a team, and they will be for the f- for foreseeable future. Oh, so sure I don't future know if like we're it.
3: taking the Jacks that serious yet, AJ. They more than we have the past. More sorry as fucking
5: comfortable.
0: Well, we th- like. we think <laughs> we think we're
4: gonna
5: they're gonna win their division. Right? They, they yeah, are exactly. the, they yeah. are the best team in their division by a wide margin
2: for the next five years. You think? T- t- I don't agree. Who's the Who better do you think?
3: team? Um, right now, on paper, I think that the Texans are a better team. Yeah, really. Oh, say it. I I'm 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 not sold in to the Trevor Lawrence thing. Yeah, he should he be up on the list. Yeah, he should be. Um, but like, I wouldn't say they 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 just solely gonna win the fucking division.
4: Who's Stroud throwing it to? They they drafted Tank Dell, Tank Dell, Xavier Hutchinson, two fucking stud wide receivers. But yeah, you're, that's a good question. Yeah, Nico, Nico, what's his name? Nico Collins. Nico Collins. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who is they, back? They, they picked up. Uh, Dawson. Nope. Dalton. Dalton Schultz. Schultz. There you go. Dalton Schultz. Yeah, sure. Connor,
3: none of these receivers in that division, like, who is the number one in that division? Like, that's just a doll. Christian Kirk had 1,000
2: yards. Uh, Yeah, Calvin Ridley, last time he played, had 1,400 yards.
3: Last time. Cal Ridley had fucking played in what? True. A year. He He got suspended all All Right, so. we don't know how he's going to But he's proven hell. in
2: the NFL. I mean, he's more proven in the NFL than any other guy. Same with Christian Kirk.
3: I'm just saying that that conference have no they really stick. standout guy. Division six, yeah. Yeah.
2: So the worst division in football. Sh- Should so. we drop Trevor Lawrence? But don't
3: you think he's the best
5: quarterback in that division by by far? I mean, you got uh, two rookies. Yeah. You got Tannehill, who, you know, we, we, yesterday, you Tanne- Tannehill. We're yeah. not even You know, in the yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> even. Should
4: we drop uh, Trevor Lawrence a tear, though, because he said uh, it's not decided on paper. That was clearly not on paper. That was clear, on, clearly on screen. Yeah.
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of drop a few IQ points for sure. Yeah, whatever his uh, cognitive score is. S two, yeah. With S2. the C two score, yep. Yeah, C two score definitely goes down at least five points.
4: So does. Um, by the way, so since the can't Tex- wait for this. <laughs> no, no, no. Since the Texans took C J Stroud number two overall, does that mean that no one gives a fuck about the S two? That's a good hmm. question. That guy didn't want <laughs> Texans here.
2: don't. Well, that guy came on here and said that wasn't the correct score that was released. Well, true, true, but then Stroud and, said, I'm not a fucking test taker. Mm-hmm. But he also
5: said that, you know, we had a guy take it after a 12 hour work day who was tired, who didn't want to do it, had to do it at a hotel. He didn't name the guy's name, but it was clearly CJ and, Stroud he was talking yeah. about.
3: And it was on paper. Paper don't work no more. Did that you hear that paper. from Staples? Yeah. What happened to Staples? Yeah, paper don't work no more. Yeah, Staples
5: went out of oh. business. Yeah, okay. Damn near went belly up. Fucking yeah. oh. Thunder Mifflin. Fucking yeah. Ran they closed? Business. Yeah. You can still find staples here and there.
0: Bed Bath & Beyond went under, too,
5: didn't it? Yeah, 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 they're dead. dead, Which is surprising.
4: I mean, where are you going to get your fucking home goods? I
6: bought 10 pillows the other day.
4: At Bed Bath & Beyond? For a
6: buck each. Yeah, they're
1: really
4: cheap. They still have, like, like, uh, blenders and stuff?
6: I didn't even check. I I went right to the pillow aisle. I love pillows. pillows.
1: Yep.
4: (laughs) Amen, brother. Wait, how many pillows do you have on your bed?
6: Oh, you don't want to know. That's too many pillows. (laughs) I have a good... 10 to 12 pillows.
4: Do you throw them on the floor before you sleep? Or?
6: Uh, I just put them around myself, get a little comfy. Yeah, nice. Zeke
2: sleeps on pillows. He's got his bed, and then he has all his pillows.
6: <laughs> really? It's
2: like a double-decker bus. Hell do you yeah. put a sheet
4: over
0: top of your pillows so they stay in place?
6: That's when we do a fort.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> I can see Zeke building a fort for bed every single night.
2: Why not? I wouldn't. The secret.
0: I mean, what a fan. he bought 10 pillows. A fan? A fan, Zeke. Cool okay. that shit down. You Underneath a the sheet or? No, in the fort. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How big is this fort, Z? 20 pillows
5: big. Yeah, how Zed big actually, is your house? Z actually bought Shaq's bed. You remember the one that was like... <laughs> the a circle? Ten, circle. Yeah, it's 10, <laughs> 15 feet wide and you know 12 feet deep. So. Huge Superman <laughs> yep. logo in the middle. Chris Angel
4: should have elevated Shaq over, levitated Shaq over his house in that bed.
5: That would have been awesome. That would That's have been sweet. a
2: game changer. Without legs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we're going to take quick five and just letting you know, but we do have a great show coming up. Second hour, we've got... General Bobby Carpenter coming up in the next hour. Hey, the final hour we have, the third hour, we'll have Dana White of the UFC ahead of uh, UFC Does he know about 288 going on. I don't know about the big surprises. Is there something I don't either. know about?
4: Let's just say there Smack? might be some sort of American hero potentially here today. Uh-oh. What? Escape hero? Potentially.
0: Maybe.
5: What? Or maybe he'll oh, show up right no. behind you and put you in a sleeper hold. See ya. Oh no! With a now, okay, of-
0: now I'm worried. I got I got to relock my door. Needles out of your yeah. butt. Yeah,
4: locking your door yeah. is yeah. not yeah. going to do anything, pal. You think, think these Michael Malone, escape American Escape Hero, to- can't
5: yeah. jingle your lock? Michael Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, you got out of that. Michael mind. Griffin.
0: <laughs> Michael <laughs> Jesus. Malone. Jesus. <laughs> but guys, during the break, I saw a little tweet from uh, what was it Dylan Brooks' agent? Someone yeah. uh, pissed off to one of our. Uh, no, Shams is an absolute friend of the program. Wow. comes on the show all the time. And right here, Mike George. So this is the agent for Dylan Brooks, correct? Yes. Correct. That is the report. So he tweets, the leader, Shamsrani is the leader of spreading false news and attacking Whoa. players. Why any player in the league talks to this guy blows my mind. This is the weirdest part. Pew, hashtag pew, weirdo. Pew, I don't know pew, about pew. hashtag weirdo. Yeah. That part right there might, that Shams might take a, he might, he might, Take a little bit of offense to that, but what's this about? You say, are, are people saying Shams just made this up? What's yeah,
2: going on? Allegedly, they're saying that Shams, the, the under any circumstances portion of the Grizzlies uh, conversation is complete bullshit. Now, he didn't say that the Grizzlies and Dylan Brooks were done, I think is the important part here. I believe that is still true. But the under any circumstances part, which is what a lot of people were like, Jesus, the Grizzlies really kind of told Dylan Brooks to go fuck himself, is what he is kind of refuting. Um, and you said Shams front of the program, he is an AT and T guy, and you know I'm Verizon through. So yep, yep. I don't Me know, too. maybe that's and why Connor that, was super mouthy with him yesterday. I, I was yeah. pissed off about that, and maybe that's why uh, Dylan Brooks's agent says weirdo because he's using AT and T and not Verizon because that's a weirdo move. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I still think Shams isn't just you know. He's not just shooting bullshit stories. I don't think no, that it doesn't the story like
4: that type of guy. He, he yeah.
2: just isn't. He he is an absolute dog when it comes to being an insider. I mean, he was breaking news about the NFL draft, but it does seem this is
6: like, not worth Sean's time at all either. Yeah, but, exactly.
3: Well, why is it worth the time? Shouldn't he be worrying about Mister Brooks talking yeah, about getting him on the a team? Brine? You know,
4: you know what this is. This is a fire with fire situation. Right. This is where the. The report came out, and it was most likely someone in the Grizzlies organization who said that to Shams, and he put it out. And the only way to make his client not look like an asshole is to say that it's not true and call Shams a hashtag weirdo, which I am probably going to use. AJ is probably going to use. It's not the last time you're going to hear hashtag. That Mike guy's a clown. Hashtag weirdo, I can tell you that. Yeah, we're going to have to
2: ask Shams, too. Like, hey, are you a weirdo? Yeah, hashtag weirdo. People are saying you're a hashtag weirdo. Thank you.
5: He he does eat something with a fork. (laughs) Uh, yeah, he ate oatmeal uh, with a fork, which is so kind, kind of, of a weirdo. And but cereal,
6: but who can't? And he loves lunch more than anyone
8: ever. He kind of kind of loves of, lunch more, yeah. more than anyone I ever.
5: He won't do it, but this is a perfect opportunity for Shams to fire back. Strike back. Strike back yeah. hard and fierce <laughs> um, and really put an end to this thing. But I, I think we all know that. How can sh- he, though? How
0: how can he? He's not going pr- to give up his source. Have why, he, why
5: would he need to give up his source? Just be like, you know what? You're a shitty agent, and this guy sucks. <laughs> How's that for a hashtag <laughs> yeah. weirdo?
2: Pew, pew. Good luck signing with anybody, bitch. Like if he dropped one of those, <laughs> would you imagine? Hashtag Shams. Bitch?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Shams.
2: Hashtag bitch.
0: You think he's gonna do that when he's he was scared to say the S word? Well it would be a prototypical heel turn out of Shams. Yeah. Him
2: yeah. off camera, he does that shit all the time. Yeah, and Shams might just be fed <laughs> up with it. Shams might be like, Okay, you no, know
3: what? He don't call seem me like plenty of things. Of guy. No, but he could no he could way. say, Hey
2: You know what? You can call me an idiot. You can say that I'm full of shit. Weirdo crosses the line, motherfucker. <laughs> I am coming at you with everything I fucking got. Hashtag bitch. Man. I hope.
0: I really hope this happens, guys.
2: That's I hope this little rainstorm happens. Shams so <laughs> nice,
3: man. This not gonna I, help. I don't know. Weirdo
2: would send me over the edge. You can call me damn near everything, but Weirdo is kind of where I draw the
4: line. We should get an AI to hack fucking Shams' phone well. and put out this tweet. Shams'
3: phone AI. is
5: yeah, it's unhackable. Call the AI.
3: Yeah, call him. Oh, no, you got the number, boss. Call all him. right, all right. I'll you t- got the number, con man. I know AI. I'll text that right yep.
0: I got AI's number. I'll text him what right now that? and see if this is <laughs> Alan bullshit. Iverson.
2: No, Alan. No, no. I don't know it's it's him. There's probably
0: AI. not a gender to AI, is there? No it, no, it could be, you know,
2: 101010 yeah, no, I will you know. not uh assume, of course, because I'm not a fucking uncultured swan. Oh, it's non binary, <laughs> <laughs> true, that would be binary. Uh, so but uh,
1: no, know,
4: Jarvis
2: kind of seemed to have
4: a
6: who hey, Jarvis from, Jarvis.
4: From Jarvis from Iron Man. Iron Man,
5: Jarvis was built that way. Though. Go on, Tony, oh. Jarvis, hot rod red, yeah. Fo- Foxy,
2: yeah. born that way, <laughs> asshole. Yep,
5: well said, sure. Also, I don't think it matters because I don't know how everyone else in the league, but it seems like the last few weeks, everyone has basically been saying like, Hey, Dylan Brooks is a fucking clown. Like no one likes yeah. or respects this guy unless you're maybe on his the team, but even
3: do they like that?
0: Him? Yeah. Remember that tie? We asked that, we asked that a couple a week or two ago, like dope. Do the other players on his team? I like haven't him? Is seen one. one we say We, we know. We
3: know. Jai don't. We yeah. know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But nobody have came out and said anything like, "Hey, man, Dylan Brooks is a great fucking teammate, regardless of what yeah. it seemed like." Boom. Not one fucking person.
5: Yeah. No one. No <laughs> one has said that. But also, like, you do wonder in turn, like for Shams, like if this was a different guy who a lot of guys do respect, and then an agent saying something like this, and then other players who maybe do talk to Shams are like, they're representation who do they? they might you know take a second and be like, well is shams a hashtag weirdo do i need to stop talking to this guy so yeah that that's why i think shams needs to fight fire with fire here yeah and yeah exactly just put an end to this thing
0: i agree i but we did remember we talked about it when this came out we're like man isn't that weird to say under any circumstances we, yeah. we will not be back like they don't the team has no reason to say that they can just say hey man like we're you, need, you can go explore your options because right here, it's just not a good fit right now. You could say that, but to say under any circumstances, yeah,
3: but just the seems bas- weird. Basketball is way different, AJ. Like, the superstar on the team, if he say, hey, look, this guy right here, I don't want his ass on the team, or I'm going to ask for a trade or whatever it may be, um, you yeah. can pull that in basketball. We can't do that shit in football. Well, you're right it's all the, the stars they market it's it's the stars like it's you're you're right I
0: always wonder that like how do these guys how do they even coach some of these guys because the yeah. players are so powerful the 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 superstars they run the league which is what they should but yeah like they have so much power and they they realize that's why we've seen the NBA change so much recently because like hey man I'm good I don't want to be here anymore I'm good enough to say that. I'm going somewhere else basically.
1: Yeah, the
2: teammates not doing it is a massive deal. But it like yeah. I don't think anyone thinks that Dylan Brooks like there's a lot of talk, and granted there are jokes, but people are saying like Dylan Brooks is going to play for the Shanghai Sharks over in China. Like that's not that's not the case. He's gonna be on another NBA team. But like any thoughts of the extension that he was pitched earlier in the year that they turned down, which I think was like Four years, 80 million. Like these right. last three weeks feel like have completed. should have said yes. Yeah, exactly. Kind of, uh, it kind of ruined
3: him, he you know. He'll get paid somewhere, though. He, he, he will. He'll get paid somewhere. Will he? Yeah. I think will, he he get get that, he will he get that, though? Will he get
0: that kind of contract somewhere else? I don't know. Four for 80. Uh, what kind of player is he? I don't, honestly, he he came up he, on my radar late, later than most uh, people. Is he, he normally a scorer? What's he normally no, doing? No, he's, he's a, yeah,
3: he's a, yeah. He's he's a fun, defensive guy. He's like a perfect.
0: Yeah, oh, okay. Well, I tell you what, though. But Burfict was a. Vontez will make can't... twenty tackles, though. Yeah, yeah, will make. He has a lot of production.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This guy is going to make a lot of production <laughs> on the defense side of the ball. Now, if you ask okay. him to score twelve or more points, yeah, uh, that's not what he's he's there for. Well, the thing with them
2: Brooks, too, it feels like he was leaning into being the heel, right? Like he mm-hmm. said, "I
0: poke bears," which
2: I don't. I don't know if anybody. Then he stopped. Then he didn't talk to the he media stuck. afterwards. though. Yeah. that's
0: what I, I exactly. struggle with that because you talk and talk and talk. And then when you duck the media, not once, but a couple of times, I understand wanting to duck the media. I understand you don't want to do it. But when you kind of put yourself out there, I feel like you kind of have to answer those questions.
2: And Braun never scored 40. Like, realistically, he could have got (laughs) back on there like, what? Still haven't scored 40 on me, bitch. I mean, I said I poke bears, and I only respect him until they score 40. Maybe he
4: was worried he was going to fight the media. Like, AJ, wasn't that you in the corner of the locker room the one time when you were sitting down? With your towel on, and you tried fighting that reporter potentially.
2: Oh, yeah. And then uh, after that sack, he flipped uh, off all the media members. Yeah, yeah. That That's who he was telling to go mm-hmm. fuck themselves.
0: Well, no, but uh, Pac Man, I think, uh, I don't know if you remember this, <laughs> Pac. You were. Smile on Pac's face. Pac was um, getting interviewed after an away game I somewhere. Knew you about the year to I was in the, it was, the it was my interview. favorite. And. For some reason, they did a live interview in the locker room with Pack shortly after the game. And in the background, I think Andrew Whitworth, his his little cakes were on air. They got they got his butt <laughs> cheeks on camera. Hell and yeah. guys were changing stuff. And it's and I'm like, how do you go live from the locker room? I remember Whit was pissed. I think. And you remember that Pack? Yeah, I do. Um, do you, did you know at the moment that there was naked dudes behind you
3: on camera? I didn't know at the moment, but it it was it was like that. And if they actually yeah. aired the shit on TV. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Which cheeks were on fucking TV? Uh, I think Whitworth was, and Whitworth. I talked to uh, Eifert. Came out. I, I remember talking to Eifert afterwards. Eifert's like, "Man, if I would have known that, I would have I would put a towel up top and walked his dong out all over the place <laughs> on that thing."
5: Well, was that the awesome. week before or after you did the sit and gum trick to all the reporters <laughs> yeah. when they were in your locker? I can't remember. <laughs>
0: to the reporters. Can you imagine? You get put in jail if you did that.
7: <laughs> Back no, then, not, not. no, because were just doing,
4: you were just doing locker room stuff in the locker room. They just happened to be in there.
0: Is that how it works? Is, I think I'm so. good then. Oh Locker room prank. That's what I thought. Just, do you explain did you explain what the bubble gum trick is, Ty, to someone that might not know?
5: Yeah, classic sit and gum trick is uh where you know you just kinda like maybe after you've taken a shower, so uh your your nut sack has a little more elasticity yeah. because of the hanging hot water. A little bit. Yeah, exactly, hanging a tiny bit. Uh and you go down and right when you sit down and go, oh shit, satin and gum, and then you kind of just Pinch a piece of your nutsack mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> stick it to your leg and yeah. bring it out like you sat in, you know, a, a big pile of Bubblicious or something. Yeah,
2: kind of like when Johnny Knoxville uh, did the bad grandpa uh, bit and he had right. one of his nuts hanging out of his oh, shorts. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <See, laughs> so
4: AJ and I were actually talking about this uh, last week and he's like, Ty always says that but he's wrong. I was more of a bat wing guy. Oh, sure. Was, sure, Really?
0: Yeah. I need to know what that one is.
4: Uh, you Same thing, you know, testicles and you just fucking pull it as as wide as you can. It looks like a bat wing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, when we were at the Super the Bowl, AJ told me no, he was big... I don't big, know what that is.
0: He told me he was a big goat guy. He said, I always do yeah, the goat. goat. That's how I get goat people. Goat
4: and cheeseburger. AJ, guys did, are sick. I don't, don't see, know what, what any the of these What the hell is cheeseburger? What the hell is going on right now? You've never seen guys doing? Man, your guys in locker rooms didn't live.
0: What the hell is the goat?
1: I I Tell you what, our locker
4: room did not do, though, what those pictures that you sent me yesterday of Oktoberfest, what they were doing.
0: Should we call Bobby and somebody, ask him? Somebody did send me pictures. I actually haven't clicked on the videos to see you guys doing coke off other <laughs> dude's dongs. Is that well, what it is in the videos you sent me?
2: Apparently, uh, people do fake cocaine in Oktoberfest. I did not know this until I the show yesterday. Why? Because how can you tell if it's real or fake? So then everybody's doing blow, and you don't know which ones are actually oh. doing blow.
5: Yeah, there's some kind of like fake oh, cocaine my. that's that's legal. That um, people are like going crazy for over there, and I think that is part of the reason is like, hey, this is the this is the legal stuff. You can't now. Granted, I'm sniffing it off this guy's dong, so maybe you
1: know, (laughs) decent exposure.
5: But you can't get me for doing coke because it's the legal stuff.
0: But is it illegal to be snorting even a legal substance off the shaft of another person? At October, well, you Fest, tell me. I think yeah. anything goes at October. You Fest. tell me, God. That's <laughs> I mean, you're gonna be, you're gonna be at the derby this weekend, so you tell me. Yeah, I told you. I have my eyes peeled. If I see that, I'll take. I'll snap a few pics and send them right to you guys. Please do. How, how many cigars are you taking? Oh, I have multiple bags, two or three Ziplocs full. I had to get, you know, I'm. that's kind of what I that's what I bring to the table. Cigars for everybody. And I want to make sure I have enough for myself. Are you wearing a full yeah. white suit? Nah, no.
2: Will there not, be a point where you take the kids to the Kentucky Derby, or does this feel like kind of a you and Lady Hawk thing going forward?
0: No, this is just a dudes thing right now for this one. Really? A couple years ago, a couple Moon's years ago, it was, it was a girls thing. Uh, but yeah, this one is just just dudes right now. No, I don't know if my kids will ever make it to the derby.
2: Do you know what you're gonna say to like Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson? Because you said you were
0: nervous to meet them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going. Are they going to be there? I don't know. I, we'll I mean,
1: see. I assume.
2: I
0: assume so. New best friend. Come on. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly if they are. I don't know if I'm going to be around them. Is I would love Mangold to meet be there. Big fan. And that's not. Uh, saying. Nick was just in Germany with all of his kids. Man, that's a hell of a flight to take your kids on. Yeah, you awesome. said, cool. but you just said you can't wait to meet them. I mean, the
2: other day, you were pretty pissed that Sauce was going to the Knicks game <laughs> with Rogers. Oh, oh I see what it. you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, come on, Aaron. What can you... I would have flown in and gone to the game? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's Bingo. So it's exactly yeah. what you said. You were. did they just keep those seats open for them? Yeah. Uh, i don't know like who would have used them if aaron and sauce didn't use those two next to turtle
2: billy gardell yep
0: probably. you're right that's true
2: woody allen woody yep woody
0: allen jerry seinfeld yep jerry jerry likes the mets
2: he
4: does like the mets yeah that was a basketball game yeah, bas- yeah nicks play basketball
0: yeah i know i don't think jerry's a nicks guy though
2: what
4: to be honest all in all the episodes he i don't know if he did yeah uh, you're i think you might be right
0: I am. Wait. I've never seen. I have, I've only seen a few episodes of Seinfeld, but I just hear him talking about the Mets. I don't think he likes basketball. Leno might have been there. Jay, no, Leno. was – He's handing donuts. Yeah, yeah. he's he handing people donuts it.
2: To, to the writers that were uh, picketed. So
0: where were they? This writers' them? strike well, means so there are shows that were in production. Not. I'm not talking like late night shows. Let's say there was a show that they're filming in production. Do those all shut down right now? I believe so, yes.
2: Some of them that uh, have the scripts finished, like Game of Thrones, they are continuing to film and finish the season. Wait, Game of Thrones is still going on? Yeah, Yeah, that new Targaryen. Oh,
0: wow. Remember Z, will you let me know when old Bob's potted up? Uh, We have him on right now. Oh, okay, here we go, guys. Obviously, we've all been waiting for this. Friend of the program, friend of the show, my buddy for many, many years, please welcome Mr. Bobby Carpenter. Yeah! General. General! General! There we go in 4K. What's up, Bob? How you doing? Oh, geez. I don't know why the, the reception's so bad here, I man. I apologize. But
6: uh,
1: hopefully you guys are doing good. I mean, how's the right one for the show? Oh, no. we gotta call
0: well, back. it sounds like uh, we might have to call it, drop yeah, in, and it call you Yeah, it just got right bad. Back. Call I'll, I'll him back. call him
5: back. Was he boozed yeah, up or is it. the reception just bad? Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> tell. That's what I mean. That
0: was my next question, Bob. I was going to say, you know, I don't know what's going on. Well, it's then, Thursday,
2: right? Feels like Friday. Yeah, it's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, you said Friday, but that's fine. Uh,
5: no, I said it feels like
2: Friday. Uh, no, the start of the show. Start though, the you show. said it was Friday, May 4th. But, um, you know. Oh, I did. Ooh, yeah, okay. yeah, May man. the 4th be with you guys. Hey, May the 4th yeah, be with you. As you. Well. Uh, did you say sometimes uh, <laughs> Bob Carpenter will spill a couple whiskey <laughs> showers on his phone and then his camera acts all weird like it just was? <laughs> oh,
1: I don't know maybe it's
0: possible <laughs> I, I did that had, happen con man I he told us that. Z whenever you get him back you can just pop that pop Bob right back up <laughs> he knows what the deal is here we're calling him back again General looks Wait, good you're, though still have you guys ever yeah, oh, trust me Bob will never stop working out Bobby will whenever like in like 85 years if Bob ever dies he's going to be in his casket
3: just jacked
0: probably in a in a cutoff or maybe no he might want to go shirtless actually for an open
3: casket I would oh, imagine yeah. move? Oh, yo oh, 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 oh Ohio State <laughs> linebackers are like that, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. Schlegel. I saw Bobby. I saw Bobby and Schlag's They came over to my house uh, two nights ago. It was awesome. It was oh, was Aaron, was Aaron pissed?
2: Was <laughs> Aaron pissed because he didn't get invited? <laughs> Did you guys do the that's ele- how you got him back. I don't you guys think do so. the elephant
0: walk. <laughs> 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 that what? That sounds good. What? You guys need to grow up. Yeah. Can you explain we're... that? Explain that to the, for maybe some Jesus. of the young kids that don't know what you're talking about. Not today. gonna do that, AJ. Okay, all right. I'm just saying you you threw it out there. I thought you'd want to explain. I actually story.
4: heard that the other day for the first time. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
4: first time. You? Huh? I
0: swear to God, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw something where the dude that did the Human Centipede movie, like the guy that produced it or directed it, that guy was like a he's like a real film person.
5: What you do know you know that? Well, yeah, it's a it's,
0: it's a real, movie, it's a real movie. But anyway, he like takes himself mean? serious, and he's like a he was like a legit thespian, yeah, like was, he really took was, his gig serious. It was Scorsese. I don't know if Scorsese was doing was you know sewing faces to butts, but I don't know.
5: What a guy was can't he? be serious because he's sewing lips to buttholes <laughs> yeah. and you know has an artistic vision it, for it.
0: It took it. It made me. It, I had to hesitate for a second at this the seriousness at which he talked about that movie and making that movie in the process of it because of what it is and what I've seen from it. You, you know? got to keep artist. in
5: mind it's art. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: I'm not judging it. Trust me. I'm not. We're talking about it right now, and I've mentioned it many times throughout my life, but. I wonder if Pac mans is completely in the dark. You think he has any idea? Pac Man, you know what Human Centipede is?
2: No. No, he doesn't have probably, any idea.
0: AJ. <laughs> probably a safe bet. Probably good to just stay, stay naive to this one, Pac. It won't help you. <laughs> yeah, it's just the worst. If movie it makes of all you.
4: Uh, <laughs> makes you. What? If it. He hasn't directed a movie since. Okay. Yeah. One and done. Really? Well, since he did. Well, he did three Human Centipedes.
5: Right, all man Got to finish the video. So he
4: doesn't need any more money. Then he's just, he's set for life. <laughs> and then he's actually directed a movie in 2021 called Tom Six in the insanity of making of an, another movie. So I assume that was about
2: probably a, the other yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, Tom Six. AJ, you watch any of the uh, NBA or NHL last night?
0: I didn't get to see um, much of it, but I know uh, the Celtics just absolutely annihilated the Sixers, right? What happened? What did Embiid do? Um, Nothing. Embiid did terrible. Uh, He did fucking nothing. I saw a lot. Did did he look hurt? No,
2: he didn't look hurt. He did fall and trip at court after hitting a basket, and all the whole arena laughed at him, and I don't know if that, oh, uh, really? he was the same mentally after that, a uh, little embarrassed. <laughs> but I did see a lot of people saying that, uh, and this goes to the MVP conversation, when Jokic isn't playing, the Nuggets are not better. And obviously when Embiid didn't play game one, the Sixers looked much better. Now, Joe Missoula, I don't think you saw this. Joe Mazzula murdered his post-game press conference about you know them making adjustments and how the team has been since the game
0: one loss. Did you see any of that or no? I did not. I don't know if we have that video to play it or not, but I, I did. I missed that one. I think we do. I think yep. it's two separate videos. I'll play them
2: back-to-back. Back. All right, perfect. Here
0: we go. Okay. Joe, what have the last 48 hours been like for your team? I Angry. like this guy. Pissed. And nice. Did you like that? Did you like their yes. what was going on the last couple of days? Yes. You know, Be stone cold,
3: and we made the right play every single time. You don't want to. Nobody wants to ask about all the adjustments we made from game one to game two. Oh, okay. Fuck you. See you later.
2: <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, he's awesome. So it does seem as though the Celtics, obviously the angry, pissed a lot of people under that comment though of Joe Missoula were saying. Yeah, this guy's
0: definitely killed somebody because he is just a stone-cold dog. I'd love to see it. You know, I bet his players love him, don't they? I know we've heard, like, great. Is he, like, 35 years old? The dude's so young. Very yeah. young.
2: He's the youngest coach in the league. Uh, I do believe there was rumors right before last year when MAU Doka came in to be the new head coach after Brad Stevens went to the president of basketball operations. Joe Mazzulla was going to leave a bunch of the guys in the locker room said, like, no, we need Joe Mizzoula to stay, pay him. Oh. Obviously, they ended up paying him, yeah, and then he was the one that got the promotion to head coach right after.
0: Are they going to win it all?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, the East is wide open it, right now.
3: Well, yeah, they should win this series, though. Um, they
2: should make it to the finals. I yeah, mean, I
3: don't know about them winning the whole East. I mean, yeah, nah. we
2: should we should make it to the finals. It And I... I mean, put in the cart way before the horse. Yeah, that's, a, that's what the is. That is Uh-oh. the thing, yeah. But in, at the current moment, when you just look at the playoffs, it would be an electric Lakers-Celtics finals kind of get yes. that rivalry back because that is the biggest rivalry in the NBA. Um, and if that were to happen, that would be unbelievable, both for the Celtics and the Lakers because as someone who hated LeBron for most of my life and now have come to the point where, like, you have to appreciate how unbelievable his career and what he's still doing is – the LeBron Lakers going up, going for their fifth ring or LeBron's fifth ring versus the like, young Celtics team back-to-back finals appearances. That, the the storylines themselves would be very cool.
0: Oh yeah, the, like the nostalgia of those show like the old clips from back in the day, Magic yeah. Johnson, all of that. Also, they, didn't Shams tell us Williams might play more? I saw him in the game last night. Did he, did he hit what you guys needed him to hit? Yeah, no, I did not bet on Bobby
2: Tree's, Trees Time Lord, uh, just strictly because I wasn't sure, like Shams said, if he was going to play more or if that was just kind of some, you know, hey, look over here, actually we're going to play Al Horford more. Um, but no, he really didn't get much burn because the fourth quarter. I mean, they're up by thirty. With like,
0: eight- I guess I saw, I saw a lot of, the, I saw, it, I turned it on, I saw it a little bit early, and then I saw. From like eight minutes on, and they had all their they already had guys in. Bingo. Could, you when you, know, when you see on the bench.
2: yeah, when you see four plus white dudes in the game, you know yeah. it's blow. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened with the Celtics. They unloaded. Is the that band. a telltale sign? That's a telltale <laughs> sign. Uh-huh. Bingo. Uh, but no, it was a great game. Back on track. Still one one though. They still game one. It's bullshit. But no, NBA playoffs heating up. I think tonight we have the oh, yeah. Lakers. Lakers. Lake Show. Yeah. Lakers. Warriors. Game two at nine. That should be Warriors another banger. Win.
5: Warriors need to win that game. They yeah. oh, need yeah. to win.
4: Well, yeah. actually, for the show, I think we want to see the Lakers go up 2-0 because then we may have a chance that Pack would shave a third. His head. Yeah.
3: Right. Oh, not going to happen. If the Lakers fucking win this game, they're winning the series. <laughs> yeah, there is a, there's a Ooh, stat I okay. saw
2: yesterday, actually. Uh, when the home team of a seven-game series loses game one, the last fifteen, including last night with the Celtics, the last fifteen game twos are won by the home team.
5: Wow, hmm. that? Yeah,
2: a good great stat, stat. stat. So if you're thinking about stat betting, that. Stat, hashtag stat that. Uh, if you're thinking about betting, I mean, Warriors would be perfect. Or the other, the opposite is due. You know, some people yeah. might make that argument as well.
3: You're right. Well, this. It's gonna what be about that's gonna a good a, pack? That's going to be a good game. I don't think if Anthony Davis can play. The way he fucking played the first game with his dick down, right? With, with his, his dick down, dick F- out. You, said, you know yeah. what I mean? Because um, nobody can guard his, bet. nobody can guard him in this series. It don't matter who you can go and pick one of them, whoever you want to put on them. Now, one of them can guard him. If he fucking play with his dick out, this series yeah. is gonna be really good for the Lakers.
2: Yeah, I do wonder though. You know, he did play unbelievable. If Steph Curry Curry gonna
3: get his. We already know that. One yeah, game know, but he's he, gonna have thirty or forty.
2: That's what I mean. He, he only had twenty seven. You hope Clay's not hot too. You hope yeah. Clay has an off day. Yeah, if Clay if if they lock down Clay again, I think the Lakers might run away with this thing. But
0: what about like all of them? Like D'Angelo Russell's playing well too. Isn't yeah. he that dude? I saw him just creating things. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not too happy though. They <laughs> the last season
2: they or the last series, excuse me, they're like, How what's your role? You know, how are you enjoying being a point guard? He's like, I'm not playing point guard. Okay. I'm not doing that because he hasn't had the, you know, D'Angelo Russell numbers, but he seems fine because when LeBron James hit that cool half-court hook shot in practice, D'Angelo Russell was going nuts for him. I don't know if I was
3: was the Lakers. I would be having my little homies tweet every little thing about the pool and Draymond thing. Like, bro, it's every day, bro. Mm -hmm. Tweet every day. They already mad at each other. They fucking don't know if they want to get on the bus or not. Can they get over that pack? Can you get over something like that? If I,
0: uh, did you see the punch? like pool Can, for pool? That's what I'm saying. I don't think. And I went, so I went to the Warriors when they played. I took my daughter Christmas tickets, all this stuff. We go to the game at Cleveland, and they rested all five of their starters. The whole arena was pretty <laughs> oh, upset geez. with it. But during that game, I was sitting. We were sitting a little bit behind the Warriors bench. Draymond is in Pool's ear the whole game, like pulling him aside, always giving him advice, always telling him things, doing it to other players as well, but to Pool a lot. And I just sat there and watched the interaction. I'm like. Man, I wonder if Poole really appreciates this, like the info Draymond has given him, or if he thinks, like, yeah, man, I got it. Like, let me just go out there and play. Was I'm not before, sure. I couldn't was figure it, yeah, out the relationship. This, uh, was, was it, it before, before or after the punch? After the punch. Oh, it was, it was after the punch, because yeah. the punch happened back in camp. This it's, was, like, in December,
3: January, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I'm saying me as a person, I would never forget it in the back of my head. Um, it's on
0: film, too. That's the problem. It's on yes. foot. There's footage of it. So even if you tried to get past it and you like the dude that hits you, it's still gonna get brought up to other people, like you're. I know, I know, at least I can speak for myself. Like, I think my family and friends would be the ones that would never get over it, they'd be super pissed. And I think that would in turn probably keep me pissed the whole my whole life. Yeah, but but yeah, if you go thing. back and
3: rewind the situation, though, you can't push nobody. You push somebody, you should get expect yeah. to get fucking hit, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's the thing Shams yeah. talked about, too. Like, when Shams came on, he said that there was, there was a clip from game six against Sacramento where Jordan Poole is walking off the court. Um, and they lost that game, and it wasn't at the end of the game, but it was in, like, the fourth quarter. Um, and he's walking off the court, and Draymond goes to say something to him, and Jordan Poole basically fucking dips and rips him, tells him to see you later. Steph Curry probably 30 seconds later comes over like, hey, you got to fucking listen to these guys. Like, you can't just act like a huge prick because you got knocked the fuck out in August or whatever yeah. the hell it was. And then Shams mentioned they had that players-only meeting before Game 7 where Steph Curry was like, hey – this is the playoffs. This is the basketball that matters. Everyone needs to kind of put their shit aside, not just pull all the young guys who wanted to get more, you know, burn like he mentioned, Kaminga and I think Dante DiVincenzo, they kind of had that meeting and then, I mean, we'll see what happens, but uh, clearly it didn't work. I think what Pac
5: said, though, is is pretty accurate, you know, because like like you mentioned, like he he got publicly humiliated. I mean, that's what everyone was talking about afterwards and it's like... Makes it way
0: worse. The fact that it's on film and we can see it and it's there forever. That just makes it that much harder. I think for myself personally, if I was in that situation to move on from it, I think.
5: Yeah, and he can probably put it aside in terms of, like, hey, we're in the same locker room. Like, you're yeah, obviously going to be here. I'm going to be here. But personally, I hate your fucking guts. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with you off the court. I don't need you grabbing me and, like, you know, trying to be all buddy-buddy with me. Like, everyone knows our shared history together. Like, so you don't need to, like, try to save face and act like my big brother now after everything that's happened.
3: And I think that's the biggest thing. Like, um, I got my ass whooped when I fought by, by Lang the last time. But... <laughs> That was a different fight. Yeah. It wasn't my guy that I'm, a guy that I'm seeing every day. That's supposed to be a big brother. That's supposed to be a, 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 a captain, like a vet um, in the room. A vet. Um, so every day that that's gonna go play a picture in his head. I don't give a fuck if it's playoffs or not. You can have a team meeting. Um, with Steph of course he knows what he got to do he signed up for it this year but i don't think this is going to last too much longer
2: no and i don't know how long Draymond's contract is well, they they just signed pool to like a yeah, 150 140 million dollar yeah. deal everyone and thinks Poole he's going that. to
6: the lakers this off season. that's what everyone oh, thinks draymond? yeah yeah, yeah. cuz
2: draymond asked like the lakers or sorry he yeah. asked the warriors if he could leave their uh Kind of, played in Portland. The, They're playing in Portland. Yeah, yep. if they could leave Portland to go and to go to the Lakers game where LeBron set the record for most career points, and they were like, "No, can't do that." He really asked that. Yeah.
0: Yes, I, yep. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nuts. And people. That, I mean, Steve Kerr. Good luck, Steve Kerr, trying to keep all of that together. Like the the generational thing of these young guys that are really good players coming in, and then these old savvy vets that have won multiple championships. Like that's sometimes that's not easy to integrate all that together. Did you guys have that in Cincy
2: or in Green Bay, where like maybe a kid came in and he thought he was the talk of the town and he had to realize pretty quickly that this is the NFL and everybody is unbelievable wow. at
3: football? Oh yeah, yeah. Of course you're gonna uh, do yeah. that, but, like, but if they
0: can play though, Pac, you know yeah, if they can play and they could they could talk as much as they want. If they go and make plays, guys are gonna respect it and be fine.
3: Yeah. Right. Like you gotta make plays to talk shit though. Like sure. it's hard to just come in. And, I don't like. That's the big difference from basketball and football. In football, like the younger guys, the rookies, you you gonna talk shit, but you gonna have to tone it down because these grown men and they set up certain shit where they can knock your ass down. Yeah, right? yeah. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So you, you the respect level is a whole lot different. I think as far as the younger guys in football than the younger guys in basketball.
5: I think it's also probably much different. Like, getting humbled by, like, if someone dunks on you as opposed to, like, getting your fucking ass knocked out on national TV yeah. when fucking 30 million people are watching, like, that's a little bit different than, like, oh, yeah, I got dunked on on that possession, but I still sc- I still scored, you know, 25 points and had a good game. Like, it's the it's much different.
2: Well, and for you guys, too, when, if, when you were a, a rookie, was it the opposite? Where, I mean, obviously both of you were you know, top ten picks, but were was there any veterans that were like, Hey, relax. Like you, you're just a rookie where you also kinda have to realize, hey, the franchise just took me to be a franchise player. Like was were there vets that you kinda had to not show up, but kinda put on for just so they could, you know, shut the fuck up about whatever they were telling you guys?
3: Aber and fucking Keith Bullock. I of course I told Aber shit the fuck Yeah, but you love <laughs> Keith Bullock. But I love Keith Bullet. But I told Keith at first, I'm like, yo, shut up, bro. Fucking first defensive player pick. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, because <laughs> he was adamant about me doing st- stuff, stuff certain ways. I'm like, bro, I'm not doing that, bro. Yeah, I'm wearing Air Force Ones to practice. If you want to go out there and wear your cleats, you wear your cleats. And like, we 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 feel out about that a lot. But Coach Fisher was like, hey, do what you want to do. Just make sure you work hard. Okay. So yeah, but Keith was like that. Keith was so and like I wasn't going for it I, I'm like I'm doing it my way kid. Mm-hmm. like you can't tell me how to do shit yes. that you ain't been telling me my whole fucking life I'm not listening to you
2: and then when, at what point were you were you guys
3: I never listened to him
2: yeah but you still had a ton of respect <laughs> like you still yeah. speak about him like he like he's awesome did it ever turn was like Keith ever just like all right you know what Pac-Man's right was there a time in the season maybe oh. where you had an unbelievable game and Keith was like okay never mind do your thing
3: well, I don't think he realized how good I was at first. I, you know, yeah. a lot of people like he probably never seen me play until he seen me catch a ball in practice with some Air Force ones sure. on. So <laughs> yeah. I know, he think oh, this fucking little kid from West Virginia think he all this shit. Everybody thinks they all that. You know how I saying. Yeah, I did a, out of the draft is going be what two superstars, three superstars. Bingo. The rest of them gonna be bust. And um, but until we play fucking that Philly game, I think is when I won him over. Remember, I told you that late night I had a seventy-two uh-huh. mm-hmm. yard return, return. And um, I was late for curfew that night, which I stayed out all night. <laughs> um, nice. And I had the, that return, and Big I looked shit. at Keith. I said, "I threw up." He's like, I'm go. <laughs> "All right, fuck it, let's go do it again." And he's like, "This here is different." Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> nice. I think That this was one the, right here. Yeah, this one right here. Um, I think that's when I won over Keith's respect. And like, I had a lot mm. of respect for him too because he was a, a linebacker, star linebacker that was playing on special teams for me. But yeah, this was a hell of a night right here. Before this night, I should say.
0: <laughs> do they? How do you? How do you evade uh, bed check and everything?
3: Um, man, Fisher had a a certain relationship. I would say. Nice. And um, nice. Wherever I went, I had security though. But Fisher was good to me, man. And that's I was nice. spoiled, bro. Fisher spoiled me. Fish. <laughs> he's I mean, man, yeah, that right? was. Huh? He you went to man.
0: you went to the NFL with Fisher, like the greatest, like. Players, players, coach, hey, take like treat you like a pro, right? Hey, if you take care of your business,
3: you're good to go, right? Is that how he is? Yeah, Fisher is all about the players. Like I've never, like we never had like live contact in Fisher camp. They call it camp. Even in camp. Damn, not even camp, bro. We call it camp cupcake. That easy. The hardest thing you're gonna do in Fisher camp is maybe 1040s. That's it. Man, damn. It was yeah. big. Well, yeah, we
0: used to hear stories. We hear stories about Fisher and you get what you guys did in Tennessee, and people are like, "Oh man, that sounds amazing." We're in the middle of like our <laughs> yeah. third, you know, third two a day in a row with full pads. Yeah, big
3: like our third two a day Fisher fishing. Like, all right, we're going fishing at the lake. Everybody, bring that's your unreal. Shit. Yeah. You played with Donnie Nicky there. Yeah, Donnie Nicky was my one of my favorite teammates. Uh, he would run through a fucking wall on special teams, man. Donnie, you Donnie was the king of like. Knocking himself out.
0: Like yeah. I played with him in college for a year and he nice. was a state. Donnie first off can fly. Yeah. Big old arms, super athletic, crazy as can be, and <laughs> an absolute granite head, and was never scared to throw that thing around. I love Donnie, man. Was Big Mike a player's coach?
2: He is, right? But you
0: st- still he still kind is. of made you guys get Western, after it. Tough, no, it Western Pan- Pan- yeah, he was yeah. like I, I like how Big Mike r- runs a, a program. He um it was definitely physical. it, it kind of changed. His first year as a head coach was my first year. I got drafted right when he came in yeah. as head coach. And I've joked, I've told you on here, he joked later on, years down the road, said, oh, I should have been put in jail how I'll practice you my first couple of years here, guys. Like, how we, you know, we, we came out of the gates hot, like, when he got the gig, like, it was before the old CBA. So, yeah, it was, we were we were banging a decent amount, and I don't know, I mean, it worked for us, we, I didn't, that's all I knew, so, luckily, I didn't know any other, we hear stories of places that didn't hit much and didn't yeah. do much, but, yeah, sure. we kept it up throughout the
5: year. Well, yeah. and, A.J., didn't you say, like, I think you've mentioned this, like, a, several times. You're welcome to the NFL moment. You know, you walk in, obviously, <laughs> acting like you're the cock of the walk-in. Yep. The gravedigger, yep. uh, Gilbert Brown, wouldn't let you sit at the <laughs> defensive table, right? Wouldn't let you sit down and eat with the defensive guys. Yeah. So you had to go sit by yourself like, and you're like, oh, wow, I'm I'm not big, bad A.J. Hawk from Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, I'm just no, Gary yeah. Broutier <laughs> moment. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hey, Ray, this is a defensive table. Mm-hmm. You're right.
0: Gravedigger was there. He, he wasn't on the team anymore. He left the team like maybe five, <laughs> six years before he was retired from the NFL. He, he came back. He came back into the lunchroom and he saw me uh, sit with the defense and he just hit me in the back of the head. So I had to go take a knee in the corner yep. and finish my lunch. Yeah, my little sloppy joes or whatever I was eating. That's yeah. right. Well, yes. and how's,
2: how's Marvin for both of you guys? Because Marvin
0: seems Marvin, like he great. was a player's coach.
2: Right? He, yeah, he seems like kind of the combination of the two almost Fisher and Big Mike.
0: Marv's a father figure to a lot of people. I feel like well, don't you think that pack? yeah but he worked the
3: shit out of us
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah marv was he was great i i, I really enjoyed marv i don't I know how, i'm sure you did too but man yeah. he is marv's a really really good dude he really is i noticed that from from the jump with him i mean i still i still keep in contact with him i was only there a year and the guy's awesome
3: marv, I, like father figure he really care about the players um but he gonna work the shit out of you you're gonna practice and mm-hmm. you're gonna practice outside Damn. Yeah, well,
2: there yeah. was no option to practice. Next, oh, right. Next, Next to the gravel. Next to that yeah. gravel
3: plant. Yeah. With the smoke coming over, AJ. Yeah, yeah, no
2: one ever got hurt from that gravel. There was never a time where someone caught a pass and, like, tripped on <laughs> a, a massive boulder or something.
3: Some days maybe we couldn't breathe. I don't think nobody got hurt, though. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I mean, that's... Maybe, maybe Pack.
0: when you were there, you were the longer than me. Anyone ever get hit by a car crossing that main road going <laughs> to practice? Nah.
3: Nah, what a come I'm up for Sincey to... though.
2: I mean, since he's now every year we have to talk about him like a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, well they are. To... They are. Oh,
3: they have been. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Have you
4: been there? Have they improved? Uh, what do they call it? Oh, uh, yeah. AJ their restaurant. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, the new restaurant. Yeah, they... yep,
0: my first year there was when the new restaurant went in. Yeah. AJ, guess what? They putting a a
3: fucking nursery in, huh? Nursery for for the players. That's
0: because that NFLPA thing changed stuff
3: for the players' uh, 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 kids. So, oh, like during games and post game and all that. During the game and during the day while they're at practice, which is pretty sweet. Yeah,
0: you could bring your kid in; they could like
3: babysitters. They got a whole daycare center just for the players, um, where you could check your kids in. Check them out when wow. you get ready to go. I think that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Of course, we know awesome. about the bubble, but Joe Burrow is getting a lot of things changed. I ain't going to just say Joe Burrow, but shit, Joe Burrow getting yeah, a lot of yeah. things changed over there. And
4: man. that NFLPA uh, report card. Report card. Like, yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. talks about it. Everyone's making changes.
3: I wish man. they had that fucking report card when we was out, because I think that plays a big factor in people changing things, because... Now that we say, oh, all these places got F, 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 A, B, 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 A, A, A. I think the owners look at that, and that's a big, like, don't give a fuck about it. Their
2: laundry's uh-huh. in, you know what mean? in the script. Their laundry's in the It's public. Yeah.
0: It, yeah. it makes them look bad, doesn't it? It makes them look publicly like, hey, what are you doing? You guys are billionaires, and you're not taking care of these players. I think people… You're right. It'll get stuff done. Hasn't Arizona already been changing things since theirs came out? Yeah,
5: I think. Yeah, I think you're right. The public perception of a billionaire being a huge fucking cheapskate and like nickel and diamond guys like in Arizona, like charging them for lunches and stuff like that. Like when you get like fans in the NFL and people outside being like, "How the fuck is this?" this the way this works in the biggest league on the planet like this this kind of stuff can't happen cuz everyone reacted to that NFLPA survey. Yeah, it was like
2: Lamar, like people reacted to Lamar like hey, just fucking pay the guy Baltimore and then when they start hearing that you had to pay for lunches and that families, you couldn't bring your kids into, you know, the stadium during game day because they had to change babies on, like, the floor, like that. Yeah. In that, public th- bathrooms. In public bathrooms, yeah, like that type of stuff. It, it didn't even seem like a possibility from the outside looking in because the NFL is, a, like, the biggest business in America and is just going like that, and then you hear things like that and the entire public perception's like, oh, okay, I've been rooting for a team that, you know, is the cheapest team in the league. This is bullshit, and it actually did cause change. I don't know why, to your point, why they didn't release them publicly before this, before, why this is the first year.
3: Yeah, well, media—we ain't to where we—we we are not where we at now. Where we were? Where we were? You know, yeah, so well, didn't everything we, is like motherfucker They got these iPhones. You can see every fucking thing now. You yeah. can't even You can't piss without somebody taking a picture of you. So mm-hmm. of course, now you know. I've never been in an organization where you had to pay for your food. Basically, I mean, plain and simple. If I'd been in Arizona and they have been like, pay for your lunch. The first thing I would have, hey, yo, I'm in Arizona. I just got here. Yeah. These motherfuckers got us paying for lunch here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that would have been the first thing I would have did because that's ludicrous to me. Like, we, we're here basically 12, out of, 12 hours out of the day, and we got to pay for lunch? Are you fucking kidding me?
5: The weight room stuff is, is crazy to me. Like, you would think that every single NFL team would have, like, a state-of-the-art weight room. It's like, yeah. no, some of these places, these guys are working out in, like, a fucking anytime fitness, pretty much. It's like, <laughs> hey, you know, like, these like these guys are going out there and, and putting their bodies on the line and potentially getting killed on the field. Like, I think that, that was crazy to me. Like, oh, no, like, some of these places have a shitty weight room that hasn't had any upgrades in, like, 20-plus years.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, they did. Uh, I, so I got to Cincinnati at the perfect time because, got, Pac, ooh, I got yeah.
5: there as they redid the
0: weight room and nice. the new cafeteria slash restaurant. I know before that they said you guys had to work out in, like, position groups because you couldn't fit enough. You could only fit, like, 20 guys in the weight room at that time, right?
3: Yeah, it was horrible before you got there, AJ. It was, like, really oh, bad. And it, the man. cafeteria was really bad, mate. But That's what I heard. When you got there, it was like – Perfect. Uh, uh, what is that? Rick mm-hmm. say? <laughs> and then going to the Holiday Inn. Um, that was the difference. It was nice, man. I liked it. I did. I, there was something there.
0: Like, how many years were you in Cincinnati, Pack? Nine. Damn. Damn. It was the the. So I was nine years in Green Bay before I got there. So it's all completely new to me. I grew up loving the Bengals. That was my squad. But then getting there, like everything was very different from Green Bay. But it was also really like i I made me realize hey there's more than one way to run a team there's more than one way like it was just cool like the there's more i don't know exactly how to describe it but everything was run much differently the team was super tight though like i my locker's right next to vontes you were right across the way like i really enjoyed all the guys i really did i don't know how they work on crafting and kind of putting the roster together but we had a great roster of like dudes that were you're not going to mess around like i was Felt so very confident in our team, especially our defense. If someone wanted to fight us, we are like okay. We was a and then everyone family. was cool. Yeah,
3: yeah it family. was a family. And I think um, when Mr. Brown and Duke put the roster together, that's that's how they think. It's a family ran business. It's not too many outsiders that's uh, connected with the Bengals. You know, Duke been there forever. They don't have. Yeah. He's the GM. Like Mr. Brown is the owner. Katie is running everything now. Blackburn is is, is doing the contracts. So it's all in house. Little Katie is doing the head of the marketing. So I think when they when they go about putting these rosters together, they think about close knit family guys that can communicate together, and and it's worked out pretty good for the most part, you know. <laughs> in in these last couple of years, it worked out pretty good when we was there. I think we was a player away from being really good. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And yeah. do you think
2: uh, to AJ's point about Green Bay, and I I think it's the same in Dallas. Like, do you think Steelers, uh, New England, now? Like, there are just some. Uh, teams and the Bengals are definitely heading that way but there are some organizations that are kind of not higher class but they're just run in a better in a much better way than everyone else because obviously AJ got there when they redid it I mean shit that was still you know in the what 2008 17 15 15 like that is still pretty far along whereas some places Arizona like they were Tennessee. That culture, Tennessee, like the way that's kind of set up and Tennessee is hopefully getting a new stadium, but just those main places or not main, but those kind of stalwart NFL franchises like they just have an innate advantage against some of these other places because of the way that they're run.
3: Yeah, it's, it's different levels, and you get you got to pay to play. You know how it is. Like yeah. Jerry World is way different. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying. And in, in Jerry World, you got a chef for each position. Yeah, he and was like the first. The, of the, the linebackers World. have a chef. The receivers got a chef. The wide receivers and the corners y'all got a chef because y'all can eat fried food. So it's really different <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you go different places. You get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, the bigger the market, normally the bigger. The Better tangibles and all of that stuff.
0: How was Denver? How was Denver's facilities Denver was and all of their, their whole situation? Unbelievable!
3: Real, um, like yeah. Denver, like we had massage people on the road. Like you set your times, AJ. Like didn't have to pay for it. Um, it was like the recovery part in Denver. In Denver was the best I've ever had. Damn. Was your, who was your
0: strength coach at the time?
3: Uh, was it Lauren Landau was, Landau, was he Landau, there? Yeah, Landau was the oh, strength okay. coach in Denver.
2: See, I wouldn't expect that. Yeah. Just because I I didn't think Denver, I mean, they're doing the whole renewal of the stadium with the new owner, but I I wouldn't expect Denver to be one of those places.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, Shout out to the uh, Broncos, man. Um, Yeah, they they did a good job, man. And Elway treated the players how he wanted to be treated. Oh, okay. I'll say that. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Because he
2: kind of went through it and then front office knew what players needed. Yeah, and the
3: Bowling family did a good job, too. Yeah. of treating players really yeah. good like when i got there it was top class bro like the vets got to choose first but like whole massage list um um recovery day um dsm guns um acupuncture um whatever you can name that you needed you had no nowhere to you ain't had to outsource it in yeah. denver they had it all right there yeah
0: that was vj the head coach vance
3: yeah vj was the head coach
0: so yeah, Vance Joseph, will he ever, do you think he'll get another shot at becoming a head coach? He's the think, coordinator there now?
3: I love VJ, and this is no shot at VJ. Um I don't know if VJ is a head coach. I think he's more really? of a, he's a better coordinator than he is a head coach. That's just my personal opinion. Um yeah. and yeah, I stand on that. Yeah, but that's not a he shot. He was yeah,
0: he was a DB coach when I was in Cincy, and I always, yeah, I went to VJ every day for different questions about yeah. the defense and scheme, and he was just he was cool. I was glad he got this opportunity, but then, obviously, it didn't work out. He's still doing well. He's, he's still, back in
5: Denver he was, no. Yeah, he's back, yeah, he's in, back Denver. in Denver as yeah, a coordinator.
3: yeah. Wow. we well, guy, man. We've Play. talked about this, yeah, yeah. too,
5: like, multiple times. It seems like just where the NFL's at now, if you're not like a D'Amico Ryans where it's like you're an up-and-coming, yes. you know, defensive guy who's never got a crack at it before, like, Teams aren't taking a shot on Vance Joseph for another opportunity to be head coach. Like they're gonna get a young offensive coordinator who's a guru or I mean even look at like realistically, like if the if the Bucks stink this year, Todd Bowles is probably gonna get fired and he's probably not gonna yeah. get another job yeah. to be a head coach, but there'll be a fucking long list of teams who are you know prepared to hire him as a defensive coordinator.
2: Yeah, and like performance wise, like Luan Arumo. Like Luan Arumo has been one of the best DCs in the last three years. He's helped turn the Bengals around and it's him versus Gannon who, yeah. you know, Gannon's CJGJ, people were yeah. kind of taking shots on, on him on Twitter. But it's not as if, you know, the Eagles defense, which was very good, you know, attacking the quarterback, but the Bengals defense, they they didn't have nearly amount the studs that the Eagles had, but they were still top 10 in everything.
3: And Lou have done it in Miami too. Shit. Lou was yeah. damn good in Miami yeah. with Rashad Jones, them and them boys, and he know how to do it with Not spending a lot of money, I I can say. I I shouldn't say not spending a lot of money. I should say with a lot, not a a lot of guys with not no names. Mm -hmm. I should say that. Yeah, then going with the bigger name guys, but he's been productive and been in the top ten. Shit! In the last ten years, whatever team he's been in, in the last seven, he's been in the top ten. Yeah, as far as defense,
5: but he's in his fifties. Yeah. yeah, well, look like Wink Martindale last year. You know, everyone was saying like, "There's no way this guy isn't going to get a head coaching job." He's one of the best DCs in the NFL. He has been for a long time. Like. He came, interviewed with the Col- uh, the Colts multiple times, mm-hmm. and there were several openings. And then eventually, it was just like, ah, actually, you know what? I'm just going to move from Baltimore to New York, and I'll just be the DC of the Giants. Like, I wonder if he kind of saw the writing on the wall. It's like, oh, like th- this just kind of isn't trending in my favor.
3: AJ, do you think Lou should just stay as the defensive coordinator? Me personally, I'm like, damn. You go back and think of some of the coordinators that was good, good defensive coordinators that went to be head coaches. Um, one that we had in in Cincinnati that went to the Vikings it was an mm. unbelievable head coach, but I think he's a better defensive coordinator. Mm. I'm talking Zimmer. about Zimmer. Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a better defensive coordinator than a head coach. And the reason I say that because I know Zim as a person and we know Zim, his communication is not the best as far as <laughs> a head coach. But he probably enjoys...
0: He enjoys his defensive coach, too, like not having to deal with all the garbage. He wants to coach his guys.
3: <laughs> yeah. But as a defensive right? coordinator, we expect them to come and Hey, motherfucker, get your ass in this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's kind of different as a head coach doing that.
5: Well, and we saw, like, his relationship with Kirk Cousins, you know? Like, it was kind of cool. the same thing. Like, he was yeah. always motherfucking him. Like, he was a guy on the defensive side, and Kirk Cousins was like, hey, you son of a bitch, like, I'm a quarterback. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't want to have this kind of relationship with you.
2: And when he was in Minnesota, like, it, it wasn't as if the defense was ever, you know, as good as the defenses were when he mm-hmm. was in, the like, the Bengals organization with you guys. Like it, it Sometimes – is that a big deal for players? Like, do player when Zim left you guys? Was it kind of like I don't know? Like he's probably just a better coordinator, or did you have to like find that trial by fire? Oh, you have to go find that out on your own. I'm
3: not gonna lie, we was hurt when Zim left, but we had Polly G. Polly G. was right up under Zim and like was the co-coordinator, defensive coordinator. So Polly G. would run the third down meetings. He was running the Friday meetings.
2: What's his name? Full name? Polly
3: G. Paul Gunther. Paul Gunther. Paul Gunther. Yeah. Um, he would run the third down meetings and and all of the fourth fourth, fourth down meetings, the Friday meetings. So we was kind of comfortable comfortable with Paulie G. Yeah, but the respect level that we had for Zim as a defense was way higher because he he just he he didn't he was no nonsense and he would treat everybody the fucking same mm. and like he did not bullshit. It was old school straight
0: country. up with you. Here. Yeah, yeah. He had a successful run as a head coach. I'm like Lou Anarumo – I'm sure he wants to see, yeah, like whether he's a better D coordinator than he is the head coach, he's still, like every coach, you want all your coaches to aspire to become a head coach, right? I would imagine he wants to at least, until he does it, he doesn't truly know, like, hey, what would it be like to run an NFL team? again?
4: There's always a chance, though, too. Like, these defensive guys, they go coach for a couple years or whatever, and then if they do go back to being a D.C. and they're on great teams, no one's going to remember that. Like, Dick LeBeau was a head coach for two years. I don't think anybody remembers that. Like, they'll always remember him being the defense coordinator for the Steelers.
5: Yeah. Well, it's also like in terms of Anna Rumo, like, I understand everyone said, like, yeah, if you get the opportunity to go be a head coach, like, you go be a head coach. But you also probably consider, like, okay, I have Joe Burrow. Like, we have a legitimate chance to go to the Super Bowl every single year for the next, what, 10 years. And if I'm going to get a head coaching job, what, I'm going to go to a team that was 2 and 15 last year. We're probably going to suck. You know, my first year and we see what teams do now with head coaches in terms of like, hey, if you don't win in two years, we're going to fucking fire you and we're going to find someone new. So it's like, do I want to leave a great situation I have right now, go get fired and then go be a DC in a shittier situation than I was initially?
2: And that's the D'Amico Ryan's difference with Lou. Lou is an older guy. I think we can all ag- agree on that. And D'Amico knows, like, hey, I have 10, 15 years here where I can be in Houston and I can kind of build this culture and I can also work with some of these younger guys who are from just a completely different era of football where Lou is from the old guard. Like, he, maybe he doesn't want to have to deal with the change of the game and especially how the, like, some of the players are just different from what it
0: was when he was probably starting out as a D.C. Yeah, you got to evolve. I mean, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Being a defensive coach, you're already behind the eight ball when it comes to getting a head coaching gig in the NFL because it's not like the it's not the splashy thing to do. Now, D'Amico kind of was because his history as a great player for the Texans yeah. and then as a coordinator for the Niners, everyone knew of him and and had so much respect for him. But you're right, Ty. Like if you're not like a Vrabel or someone like a former player that's coaching, I think if you're a defensive guy, like you're already at the back of the line. Like you have to do something. Mm-hmm exceptional in those interviews and whatever you're doing to actually get a job now defensive guys will still get head coaching gigs but I still think for at least for the time being like it's going to be offensive guys offensive minded guys that are going to be it, oh, you yeah. know first in line for those head coaching gigs
5: seems like it's tough too because it's just like so much out of your control like we talk to a lot of these guys who end up be like you know Chuck says it all the time he's like I love coaching and then you become a head coach and it's like you're not running the defense anymore. In you're an administrator. Lately.
0: You got to yeah. deal with stupid administrative stuff. Yeah, there's just you just want to coach. It's hey, like, hey, let me coach my guy.
5: And the way the NFL is now, it's like you know, yeah, defense is important, but it's like you who you met, who you hire as an offensive coordinator, and who your quarterback is, is ultimately going to be whether or not you're successful. And that's
2: what Pat has mentioned: hiring a defensive coach, and you have a successful offense you're losing the guy who's running the offense cuz he's getting a head coaching yep. job and then you have to restart i just saw it in new england it sucks <laughs> when you're when your oc leaves and a new system gets put in place now granted not every single team is going to have a guy who's never coached <laughs> offense as the offensive coordinator right. but when any situation changes it can drastically affect what is going on on the offensive side of the football and then you know, on the other side of it too sometimes Doug Peterson you know he's a first year with Trevor Lawrence offensive guy and they absolutely crushed it so there it's both sides of the sword there but it, it is hard to justify the advantages of having a defensive head coach versus the offense, because you need to have that offensive guy, especially now with how complex some offenses are. But then there are others, like Aaron has said, where a monkey could run in offense because of how simple it is. And it's just kind of knowing when to throw the football and where to throw it.
0: Well, and head coaches will tell you guys that have taken gigs, I mean, whether they want to admit it publicly or not, a lot of it depends on what their front office is like, what the owner, how some owners want to be heavily involved and don't let the coaches do everything they want to do. And some coaches say, hey, I hired you. You're in control. This is what you go do your thing. I'm not going to micromanage you. I think that's a huge thing that doesn't get talked about. You got to be on the same page with all of those people in the front office or your team is just, it's going to be jumbled together with, Players that you probably didn't want, but these guys want, and they want to jam in the lineup, say, hey, you need to play this guy. I just drafted him, and then here you go. We're, we're starting that process over again, and we're hiring new head coaches every two to three years. Then
3: where you're not a head coach, you just a do-boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And it's crazy Which, how far down the line fun. some of these yeah. – I mean, Mike McDaniel –
2: it's not as if he was an OC. Yeah. It's not yeah. as if any, at least <laughs> yeah. me at least, I'll speak for myself. It's not as if I knew who the fuck Mike McDaniel was no. before he was introduced as a head coach, even just a head coach candidate, and then you're hearing, oh shit, this is the guy who's designing all the runs for the Niners? That's insane. But the Niners don't fall off because Kyle Shanahan. Right. Whereas in other Good situations, point. if a guy who was, what was he, third third tier he wasn't even the oc he was the run game coordinator mm-hmm. he, they lose that guy and then he's an unbelievable head coach and he runs the offense because of the knowledge he's got from kyle shanahan and it's the same with zach taylor and sean McVay. you know it took him a couple years but once they got a good quarterback all of a sudden zach taylor's an unbelievable coach
0: yeah it's a tough gig man as they say all the time it's tough to win a game in the nfl just one let alone you have 17 regular season ones yeah. every single year <laughs> This guy has come on the program many, many times. We love having this guy on. Everyone, please yeah. welcome Mr. Dana White. Yeah! yeah! What's up, yeah! Dana? <laughs> Dana, what's up? I'm sorry, Pat uh, Pat had a baby this morning. I don't know if you know that or not, but he had his little baby, so he has his first uh, child born. So I'm sitting in here doing this thing from Ohio, so I hope you're doing well. you in Jersey?
8: Yeah, no, I'm in New York City, but yeah, I'm not here for the fight in Jersey, yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> I know UFC 288 coming up. I... You got to be excited. I guess Jersey, you're in New York City. I know that was a little bit of a task trying to get the UFC uh, MMA into New York back in the day. We don't have to go over that whole situation. You'll be fighting the Prudential Center. What what about this card? I guess there's a lot of different things going on. You got some people that are stepping back into the cage after taking some time off. Obviously, Henry Cejudo in the main event is Ring rust a thing? Like, what I know that's like a cliche thing to talk about. What do you think?
8: It's really not. I'm I'm actually a big believer in it. And yeah. We haven't been to Jersey in a while, so it's good to be back. Jersey's where it all started for for the UFC and MMA. Um, you know, Larry Hazard, who who ran the commission and is still there today, is is the guy. He had he had a background in martial arts and understood the sport and uh, got, got us in, and, and we did our first event there. Um, and that was how the my relationship with Trump started over at the Taj Mahal, and and. Uh, it's good to be back, and yes, it's good to have Cejudo back. Oh, yeah. I am a believer in Ring rust, and uh, I think it's what makes this fight really interesting. When Cejudo walked away, there was no doubt that he was an absolute beast and 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 dominated, uh, you know, that division. And now he's coming back and uh, taking on Algermain Sterling, who who is the champ.
0: Yeah, it is with Cejudo. Like during his retirement, I know he's been off what three years now. Did you know the whole time? Like, hey. We could probably get this dude back, or was this something that came on recently? No, when
8: people retire, I leave them alone and let them do their thing. And you know, I didn't expect him to come back, but um, you know, here we are.
0: Here we are. Now another guy, Gilbert Burns. He is not taking some time off. This dude is is not even a month out from his fight with Jorge Masvidal on the co made event. I know he's he's fighting uh, a Muhammad. What like how does that happen? How how do you make such a quick turnaround?
8: Well, you know, you didn't take any damage in that fight. Uh <laughs> and uh you know, you know, some of these guys fight three times a year, some guys fight four or five times a year. Um, you know, he wanted to stay active, he wanted to fight and we got a fun co-main event. That that's a fun fight. You know, Gilbert Burns is 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 uh, you know, He comes out and never rests. He just goes balls to the wall. Uh, You know, his style of fighting, Bala Muhammad, is is durable, tough, gritty, you know, and and wants a title shot. So that should be an unbelievable co-main event.
0: Oh, absolutely. I'm sure the people there in Jersey, like you said, you got your start in Jersey. What's the energy like? I know when you came on before, you talked about how awesome Miami was and how everyone was so excited. Does Jersey have a similar feel?
8: Well, you know, we haven't been here in a long time. The arena sold out. There's going to be 17,000 people there uh, on Saturday night, and so you know, it's always it's always uh, exciting at the UFC events. So should be fun.
0: It is a Boston. Connor has a quick question for you, Connor. You can go.
2: Yeah, Dana. Uh, there was an interview I believe recently with Michael Chandler, and he kind of mentioned how it would be a stain on McGregor's legacy if he didn't show up to the fight. Is that even a thought um, right now? And also, when when are you expecting that one during the summer?
8: Yeah, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> obviously, that season of The Ultimate Fighter is going to air. It's coming up soon on ESPN. Um, and, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully we can do that fight before the end of the year. Hell
0: yeah. Tone Diggs, you got one?
8: Yeah, Dana, I mean, I, I, let's talk about the
0: elephant in the room. You are
4: properly jacked right now. John, You've sure. talked about it on this show. And you talked about your, your guy, Gary Brecka. So it motivated me to actually reach out. And I reached out. I'm going to, I'm going to do the test. I'm going to do the blood test. Do we have to work out too, or do we just get properly jacked by whatever Gary tells us to do?
8: Good for you, brother. I'm I'm happy for you. I'm telling you right now, it'll be life changing for you. So my sister, my sister and I are complete opposites and you know, I, I got her the blood work done and, uh, She doesn't like to work out. I work out every day. She doesn't like to work out. And one of the things that she said she loves about Gary Breckin and what he does is it's science. It's not some guy telling you, oh, you got to do 45 minutes of cardio. You got to do this. You got to do that. And the other thing that's incredible about it is you notice a difference in 10 weeks. In 10 weeks, your your life will begin to change. And I promise you, I I can't wait to see your your results
0: and, and you to tell me how you feel. I'm excited. I'll keep up with you, Dan. Hell yeah. Dana, you said this is this is a lifestyle for you now. Like this isn't a diet. This isn't like just what you're doing for like a fad. Like this is how you are for the rest of your life. Correct? Yeah, I literally woke up this morning. We flew
8: in last night from Vegas and landed here at like twelve thirty-one in the morning in New York. Went to bed, got up this morning. I I, I found this place called Remedy in New York. Uh, they do cold plunging. I, I literally religiously cold plunge every day. I did uh, thirty-seven degrees for six Ooh, minutes. This yeah, from- damn. damn,
0: six minutes.
8: And, yeah, it's it's literally life-changing. It's, it's incredible, especially as you start to get older. I'm 53 now, and, and uh, inflammation is basically what ends up killing us. And the Gary Breckett 10X system gets rid of all the inflammation in your body, gets your blood work perfect. You feel like you are in your 20s again. It's, it's, it's insane. And I recommend it. For, I have no skin in this game whatsoever. <laughs> I recommend everybody does it, man. It's, it's, it's life-changing. And I lost 40 so you, pounds. Hell yeah.
0: 40, 40 pounds, really? That much?
8: 40 pounds. I was 236 when I started. I'm 196 now.
0: Wow. Jeez. So, you? Pre- I mean, that, that's got to feel really good. Like, how do your knees, ankles, <laughs> your joints, everything feel much better?
8: First of all, there's no inflammation in my body whatsoever. I don't snore anymore. I don't have sleep apnea. Um, you know, I'm off all the doctor's meds that I was on. I was on blood pressure medicine, thyroid medicine, and cholesterol medicine for, like, 12 or 13 years. I'm not on any of that garbage anymore. Um, all I take now are supplements. I mean, I could go on for fucking two days telling you how.
0: <laughs> Jeez. That's, so you say you're 53. I, okay. I'm a, I'll be 40 here in probably six months, but mentally I still feel like I'm 15, probably maybe 17. How old do you feel mentally? Like you feel like a 53 year old guys. My, my, that's the
8: other thing. My, my cognitive is, is, is through the roof right now. I, uh, you know, a year ago, uh, you know, mentally, I was not in a good place. And uh, it's just uh, everything, mentally, physically, emotionally. I, I, you know, my workload now is, is I'm taking on a lot more stuff. Me and the Fertitas are, are back together working on a, a lot of different businesses that we're building together right now. So I, I could not be in a much better place than I am right now.
0: A lot more stuff. Don't you think as you get older, shouldn't you take a few things off the table or you just keep ramping it up? <laughs>
8: Yeah, fuck that shit.
0: Slap <laughs> <laughs> <So I laughs> love it. everything. How's the old slap week? I know you've been talking about. I know you guys get crazy numbers out there. How, how's everything going with that right now? With, with what? With the power slap. With slap? Oh, it's
8: incredible, man. Yes. Let me let me explain something to you. So when you're talking about we do crazy numbers, like when when, when we we blow every sport out of the water, right? So our average post. For a uh, a power slap video, right, is like six hundred ninety three thousand views. Damn. We're number one in all of sports. Number two is the NBA at seventy thousand views. <laughs> That's how big it is.
0: Jeez. Yeah. And so what do do you think in the uh, yes, does the media that number, understand that? That's a gigantic number. I had no idea it was that big of a separation. But does like the the old school mainstream media understand that? Do they even get what the internet is? They understand the numbers that you guys are doing. They, They do not, and I could give a shit. You know what I mean? I'm not (laughs) even
8: focused on those guys whatsoever. You know, what I'm focused on is social media. This is like, it's going to be the the first sport that was ever built on social media. That's what this thing's going to end up being. I'm getting ready to do season two um, of the reality show in Abu Dhabi. We have another fight coming up here in Vegas on May 24th. Um, That thing's going to be live and free on Rumble. And, uh, and then we go to Abu Dhabi and start filming season two, the winners of season two that, you know, that do the reality show and fight in the finale will fight the winners of season one. So, Ooh. Nice. nice. Now,
0: Ty Schmidt has a question, but I wanted to ask you quickly about that sphere thing being built out in Vegas. Oh. I haven't been there. Is there, will there ever be fights there? What is that thing? Or is that just a concert venue? Yeah,
8: we're looking at it. You know, U2 is opening the place there. I think they just added more dates too. Um, You know, it's a a project that MSG is building, and we have an incredible relationship with MSG. So, yeah, we're, we're looking at it and talking to them right now.
0: Looks awesome. Ty, you got something?
5: Yeah, Danny, you mentioned Bilal Muhammad, you know, potentially getting a title shot if he wins this weekend. Obviously, every division you have is just so stacked, and I know you have, like, the pound-for-pound rankings and the rankings with every single division, but how do you go about choosing, like, who is going to get the next title shot in terms of, like, who's going to be in the pecking order, and how do you kind of, like, keep guys happy who, you know, because I assume every guy in the top five is like, no, fuck that. I want the next title shot. I deserve the next title shot. Like, how does how does that process go?
8: You're absolutely right. That's exactly the way that it goes. <laughs> and basically, the way that it works is, you know, anybody in the top five depends on who fought each other before, who didn't, um, and, and, and who's coming off a win. Plus, a lot of it is with timing, with injuries and, and, and where the event is. There's a lot of different things that, that go into who gets the next title shot. But, yes, they, they are all over us. Uh, you know, nonstop dying for that for that title shot. But um, Bilal has been tough. Bilal stepping up and taking this fight against Gilbert Burns, and uh, he's a good guy. He's a guy we like, we respect, and uh, we'll see how this thing plays out on
0: Saturday. Dana, a guy that I think you should try to recruit to get in the Octagon, Pac-Man Jones, he's in studio there. I know he has <laughs> something Dana. for you. The guy can fight Pac-Man. You got something for Dana?
3: Yeah, Dana, I just want to ask you, will we ever – C.A. Conor McGregor and a Nate Diaz fight for the people.
8: Yeah, I, th- I think that that fight is always there. It's, it, it's always out there, you know, for, for them to, uh, to finish their, their, their uh, trilogy. Um, I don't know if we'll ever see it. I mean, everybody's getting a lot older now, you know what I mean? We'll, we'll see how it plays out, though. But that, that fight's always going to be there.
0: Dana, I don't know if it's a touchy subject or whatever, but I saw some guys suspended from the power slap. Why are you guys testing these dudes for anything? Why are you got, why is there any testing? Do you have to? Yeah. So, what,
8: what we want is we ran toward regulation. We want to be regulated by the Athletic Commission, turn this into a real sport. This is the same stuff that happened with the UFC early on. That's why we ended up doing the deal with USADA. We spend $7 million a year with USADA on <laughs> testing. We don't just do that because we want to fucking blow $7 million. We do it. You got to clean up the sport and, uh, you know, now that we're, we're sanctioned by the athletic commissions, these guys are going to test. And it's just it, – it's part of what you go through in, in, in building
0: a sport. You just have to, I guess, what, make the the competitors aware of, hey, this is these are the guidelines, this is what you can and can't do if you're going to take part in our sport? 100%.
8: Yeah, listen, there's, there's drug testing in this thing now. So, um, you know, and, and a couple of the guys – If they would have said what they were doing, if they're upfront about it, you know, they would have got TUEs on it, you know. Um, But yeah, it says, listen, this is all part of uh, of building the sport. We went through the same shit with the UFC, and uh, it's just part of the deal.
0: Yeah, TUE, the therapeutic use exemption. You guys used to have that in the UFC. Is that around anymore?
8: No. um, But, you know, there are certain cases where guys are seeing doctors, and, and, uh, you know, there's always different cases and plus the stuff that these i'm listen i'm not the the, the drug expert in this company we, we we got a guy who handles this stuff but a couple of the guys were uh were on i can't remember what the hell it was called but it's something that that, that uh you know is basically when you're getting off drug use you use this thing uh the, the, this 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 medicine I, I i sound like a fucking moron i, I have no <laughs> idea what i'm talking about that's you all right. to we be, don't either I, the ins and outs. What, what is it? Methadone. Yeah, methadone. Yeah. Um,
0: Method, there's like methadone clinics, right? That are out there for people to yeah. get drugs. Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. A couple of these guys were were on methadone. they were embarrassed to talk about it and didn't tell the commission, which could have you know saved them a lot of problems and money.
0: Wow. So in this in your card though for for the UFC 288 coming up here Saturday night, what would be something? So say there's a casual fan that's tuned in, a fight that they should watch. I know Crone Gracie's coming back. He's been out for a little while, oh. things like that. Are there any other fights like that that we should tune into? Yeah, yeah the Cron
8: Gracie is a good one. And then the other one that we think is going to be great is Matt Frivola versus uh, Drew Dober. And that's on the ESPN prelims. So you can actually watch that fight, you know, live and free on ESPN. Drew Dober versus Matt Frivola. That's the, that's the last fight on the prelims before we head into the pay-per-view card. That's a fun one. And, and, and Matt's from Jersey.
0: Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's a huge thing, isn't it? Like trying to figure out where you place all these fights on the card. And I would imagine that's a very valuable spot being the last ESPN free card leading into the pay-per-view. Like, you probably spent a bunch of time trying to figure all this out, huh? I know you had a, a great – I love your pressers, obviously, but you had a presser where you basically were talking about a fight you should have had at a different position, I remember, a couple of weeks ago, or whatever, and you said, yeah, that's I messed that one up. I should have, I should have put this guy here. I would imagine that's a, that's a prime spot, isn't it, for the most eyeballs to try to drive some traffic too, to the pay-per-view
8: hundred percent. Yeah. No, you always want to, you always want to end the prelims with, with what you think is going to possibly be the best fight of the night. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that's prime real estate for, for up and coming guys to be in that spot on ESPN as the main event on the prelims that leads into the, uh, into the main card. It, it's, it's as big as it gets other than being the main event.
0: Uh, you said you were doing some. Uh, you and the Fertitas are still have all kind of business. Obviously, you're always out there working and grinding. Anything that you can say publicly of what you might have uh, down the road?
8: Well, we, we, you know, we're partners in slap, and uh, we also own a company called Throw One. You know, ridiculousness on MTV. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah, oh yeah.
8: So we, Rob Dyrdek. Dyrdek. we own SLS Skate League. We own Nitro Circus. We own uh, Travis Pastrana's uh, Nitro Rally Car Racing. You know. Plus, we own a company called Three Square, which basically we own every volleyball tournament in America. <laughs> um, really? And a bunch of other too.
0: What do you guys just go around and see? hey, that thing's cool, I'll buy that. Is that basically what you guys are doing?
8: I mean, they,
0: they, they yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I, I you money. It, Fert- we like the buy it. The fertitas are jacked. They're both them. I haven't seen them publicly in a while. they both still jacked. They both look like they're in great shape.
8: Yeah, th- th- uh, they're both on 10X, too. They're doing the same thing with me. I got really? them turned on.
0: Yeah. You th- they're, uh, get some kind of referral fee, right? <laughs> yeah, I should. No,
8: <laughs> I- I'm paying for everything still. I, I-, I-, I got to get you to negotiate my fucking referral fee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine that's all you do. Like you got, like you said, Tone Diggs, he's, he said he's going to change his life. You got me really questioning. I need to go yep. get tested and figure out. I'm kind of scared of the blood test, though, where he tells me you have Seven days to live or whatever. That's the one thing I'm kind of worried about.
8: Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing, man. When you're talking about like referral fees, I, you know, I'm one of these guys. You know, I got turned on to this thing by Carrie Kasem, Casey Kaysom's daughter. I've been friends with her for like yeah, 25 right. years. She turned me on to this guy, and she's like, "I'm telling you, he's going to change your life." And she was right. He literally has. You know, I used to look at this stuff like hippie shit. I used to be like, "Man, is that what? This is bullshit. I I don't believe it." And I see lots of people that say that about it online. You know, now um, it's not, it's incredible, you know, and I didn't start doing it because I, I was looking for a referral freeze, I, I, you know, and I would tell anybody, anybody to do this. It's absolutely life-changing, and, uh, you know, you can literally save people's lives with, with, with 10X yeah, yeah. And, and Gary Breckett. This guy is as legit as legit
0: gets. Sounds amazing. He's probably, he's probably a bit overwhelmed by the, the amount of traffic you have driven his way, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. He's getting buried. He's he's yeah he's
8: he's getting spread very thin.
0: Man, that's awesome, well, Dana. I can't can't thank you enough for coming on here. I know you guys have a big event going on tomorrow night, UFC 288. We will definitely be tuning in, checking out some of those awesome fights. But thank you very much. Can can I wait to talk to you again sometime, Dana?
8: Thanks, guys, and, and congrats to Pat. Oh, and I wanted to say this too. When when you opened the show, holy shit, the the stuff that he did at the WWE. I mean, yeah. I was blown away by Logan Paul. Uh, you know, you tell Logan Paul is much younger and, and a, 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 you know, a good athlete and whatever. But, damn, for Pat, I, that was pretty impressive. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, he's done it. Every time he gets in the ring, he he does stuff that we're like, oh, I had no idea that was even possible. And he will take – he'll be nine months without even getting into a ring and then come in there and do nine backflips and, you know, kick people in the head and and all of a sudden Vince McMahon is punting a football off his ribs <laughs> in WrestleMania. Like, it's truly remarkable what he's able to do in there, I think.
8: It is. It's incredible, man. Congrats to him for his baby and all the other good shit. He's probably home with his baby, counting his money, and uh, enjoying it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. He dialed in from the hospital room, actually, uh, in the first hour today, and he and his wife, Sam, are, are doing well. We'll make sure. I'm sure he will see this. But thanks again, man. Really appreciate your time. Later, boys. Have a great day.
8: Thanks, Dana. Hey, Dana.
0: Right. Dana White, ladies and gentlemen. Man, Dana's awesome. He said he's lost 40 pounds. I didn't know he had 40 pounds to lose. Me so, Tom, either. what is this? Tell us, what, what
5: yeah. is it, Tom? What is why, it? Why, why, Could they, you explain it like I'm explain, five Yeah, years yeah explain it like I yeah, have no idea
2: come on. what Earth is.
4: Uh, you know, I just uh, had my first call yesterday, but basically uh, you call in, you get your blood test taken, you do a genetics test, and, you know, they uh, put you on the right... They tell you, like, what you can digest good, what you don't digest well. Like I saw in Dana's case, like, he didn't digest carbs well. And so that's that's why they uh, told him to go on keto and whatever supplements they gave him. But not... They don't... as They don't tell everyone to go on keto. It's based on what you... What well, your body? What well, your blood work? Specialized uh, for
2: your yeah. blood
0: work, right? Yeah. yeah, like so that's what it sounds like. It's specialized. You don't need it, pack.
2: So what? You got to go? Yeah, Pac-Man.
5: Just relax over there. So it's, you got to go to a yeah. doctor
2: or something, and then yeah, they you got to go blood? to a uh, Quest Diagnostics,
4: I believe. And uh, oh,
5: what yeah. is that? What if this guy just tells you like, hey, you need to eat cake for every meal for the rest of your life? I I believe in Dana, so
4: sign
2: me up, baby.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would be sweet. Hey, we're gonna need you to start eating more uh, nerds clusters and uh, with Twinkies. <laughs>
0: jeez yeah Dino, sorry i just saw that you said uh dana had a 230 hard out i'm glad we got him out of there i didn't know that Good time. look nice at job, that AJ. Nice job, aj i mean you, you nailed the intro you're getting him out before 230 look at you
2: pros pro pros pro i just pro's can't pro.
0: believe dana's 196 pounds that's what he said mm-hmm. yeah and he's 53 he years board. old
4: he saw him in superboy looked fucking great yeah, yeah, yeah you're right shocked. he did look great yeah he's properly, properly jocked,
0: jocked. Mm-hmm. he does not look Man. like prop aj you're already properly you t- jacked though too you talk about a guy that doesn't need – you can pay him and, he, and he's still going to keep grinding harder than he ever has, Dana White. You know, we talk about NFL players. Oh, you know, if you give that guy a big contract, he might get comfortable and hang out. And, nope. Dana has seems like he has put it into overdrive ever since they got that, what, cash influx, what, four $4, mm-hmm. yeah, four. however many years ago to buy the place? And Dana,
5: man, yeah, he's
0: he's doing it. It seems like he's doing everything. The Fertita brothers are very impressive as well. I don't yeah. know if you guys have seen what they do.
5: Oh, yeah. Station yeah. casinos, baby. Mm-hmm. And it's
0: no different from you,
2: AJ. I mean, you got a hundred million dollars just to go to Ohio State, so it's not as, yeah. as if you've been
0: resting on your yonies lately. <laughs> so we—that's—I was going to ask Bobby about that, and then I apologize for for people. We had Bob on for about thirty seconds. His, his uh, hes somewhere. He said he was waiting to go into a doctor or something. He texted me and said, "Sorry about the internet connection. We couldn't get it figured out." But I wanted to ask Bobby about the whole NIL situation. He's a lot more dialed into me than I am about like how Ohio State does it, but not only that, how other teams are going about their business to bring in the money to try to get these recruits and the transfer guys. Like I saw the uh, the Michigan center from in basketball just transferred to Kansas, right? Yeah, yep. Hunter Dickinson. Why'd he leave? Why'd he leave Michigan?
5: Because Kansas is better. Yeah, Michigan sucks at basketball. So that's
0: just where we are now? Like, you just, hey, I can
5: upgrade my squad. Thanks. See ya? Absolutely. Probably, and, and get a little loot to boot. Why not?
2: It's like that in football with Jameer Gibbs. I mean, I doubt Jameer Gibbs is going 12th overall if he stayed at Georgia Tech.
0: Probably not. Yeah, I, I don't blame them. I'm just—you don't have to have a reason to transfer now, right? You no, just, boom. no. Boom.
5: It said, uh, I think for like college it- basketball, the the deadline to enter the portal is May 11th. So yeah, it's just basically like, hey, as long as you enter the portal before the deadline,
3: you're good to uh, you're good to go.
6: If you guys had the portal like <laughs> growing up, like would you have stayed at West
3: Virginia or Ohio State? I'm so happy we didn't have the portal. Um, you got to lock in.
2: Huh? You have to kind of like lock in on. Yeah, hey, this is the right. Place. This
3: is where the fuck I'm gonna be at. Yeah. Let me figure mm-hmm. out how to make the best of this situation. Because some of these kids, yeah, there's some kids that is working out for like the kid at Georgia Tech going to get more balls. But some of these kids are just jumping just because okay. they are getting a couple of dollars. Who's never gonna fucking play on Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is like a cheap way out, I guess. A bailout. Oh, I'm a decent ass college player, but I can go. Let's. I'm just shooting out of school. I'm at UConn. Um, I can get a chance to go to Georgia Tech for yeah. sixty thousand dollars and be in the city of Atlanta. I'd rather go to Georgia Tech to be in the city of Atlanta, get paid a little bit more. Maybe I can meet some people. But and that might be good for you. But like I, I don't know how good this is going to be for college. I, I think it's very good for us pay, pay, paying the athletes. But um, I know you only get to move one time in football, right?
0: Is that no nine more? Is it one free transfer? Because you used to have to sit out of your well, because like- um. The kid from West Virginia, Slo- actually.
4: Slobodan. Milozovic. Milosevic. Milosevic yep. went from USC
0: yep. to Pitt. Now
4: he's at BYU. Damn. Uh, what's his name? JT Daniels. Yeah. JT Daniels, West Virginia. Did COVID just change
0: it all? And, did they just drop USC. all the rules once COVID hit? Maybe. Yeah, they, they they got a little more
2: relaxed with it, but also with the transfer porter portal, sometimes it's almost <laughs>
0: better to go
2: with the transfer porter, Uh no, I was, I was, oh, I was still laughing at host. Oh, sometimes it's better to go. Like, look at Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts went from Bama to Oklahoma. Like, it's not as if he went from, you know, one yeah. place to the other because of NIL. It was before NIL. So,
3: it has it got bent. Like that's Bama. why. Yeah, exactly. Did, so, that's different. Yeah. yeah and that's I mean, look
0: at old buddy, uh, the receiver on Evie's team in Detroit. He was Ohio State, goes to Alabama. Jameson Right? Jameson James yeah. by, Gets yeah. drafted by Detroit. Like, yeah. there's... It, there's definitely. It used to yeah, work.
2: Like, it used to be much yeah. different where it was like, okay, you need to do this. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Joe Burrow had to transfer to play. Like, it, it wasn't, yeah. yeah, Cam Newton. It wasn't as if he, you know, decided, oh, I'm not playing my freshman year. I need to get out of here and go to a different school because they're going to give me $60,000 to Pac Man's point. Like, they transferred so that they could be starters or get a little more pub. And sometimes it's that necessary because. Yeah. I mean, if those guys get benched, Burrow Hurts, it's not as if they're in the NFL right. if they just stay at Bama and Ohio State then just graduate. Like, as,
6: Kenneth Walker went Wake Forest to Michigan State, had one great season at Michigan State, first round pick. I think that's a really effective way for the portal. Yeah. Like, I think that was great for him.
2: Yeah, and that's why the month, the NIL has changed, because yes. it, it's not just, hey, I'm going to transfer to get a better opportunity. It's like, hey, I'm going to transfer because I'm going to get more money right now in my pocket right. instead of, you know, yep. having a better, you okay. know, opportunity. And with the NIL, Nil. That's why, like Marvin, especially for Ohio State, like how much does it help Ohio State that Marvin Harrison Jr. just isn't doing nil bullshit and that he's strictly right. there to play football, and bro? That's bullshit. That.
3: He's getting paid. Oh, I bet he. I bro, bet he's getting paid. I
2: bet he's getting money, but he's not seeking any of this shit out. I doubt. Yeah, he's not all paid. over the
3: place so, doing it. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. quietly. Yeah, doing so it. yeah, quietly doing it. Right. Yeah. So Ohio State is a uh, wide receiver. University, Yeah, factory. Any receiver that's starting for Ohio State is getting paid. Let's go ahead and say that. Right?
2: Yeah, they've had a yeah. the first-round pick, what, in the last no, four years?
3: No, I'm buying in college. No, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying, the factory, yeah. yeah. yeah,
3: So, like, this NIL thing is a big thing. Now, as far as seeking, going out getting, trying to get different deals, I don't think he's doing that. But this is a guy who's the first one at the stadium the last one to lead. Bingo. Quite, I'm quite sure he's getting a nice little bag.
5: Yeah, isn't? I mean, I thought, isn't he working at Carpenter – uh, air conditioning oh, yeah. and heating and yeah. plumbing this summer. Oh, is he? I, I,
0: I, th- I think I did see a, t- a big, tall like 6'4 guy wearing a, the carpenter shirt installing a and a nice HVAC unit over near campus. Yeah, yeah I, saw it. Maybe I, saw I read I saw, that uh, somewhere. Maybe he went I to...
4: Um, I thought I saw on his Instagram. He went to trade school last summer so that he could get certified so because he wanted his NIA deal to be with Carpenter, HVAC, and so... And sons. Yeah, and Sons. Yep.
0: Yeah. I wish you guys lived around here. Every once in a while, we'll see... I don't know how many vans Bobby has wrapped in his whole for the business, but every once in a while we'll see it. And one of my little kids, oh, Dad, look at Uncle Bob! He's on that dead thing right there. It's the same one we saw the other day. <laughs> yeah, it's well,
2: awesome. that's the problem because if we lived there, I would drive one of those. I, I would. Fully, Can you ask the general if I could wrap them, my yeah, car
0: in a carpenter HVAC. Yeah, yeah carpenter. And stuff. I, I think he would allow it. I think he might even. He might throw you a few bucks to wrap your cars. There. Really? We Gas? Well, see how many he oh. wants wrapped then. Yeah. Diggs, you got a big you got a big month ahead. If you're gonna wrap your car, you're gonna be getting on this Dr. Gary Brackett. Yep. Bracket? Bracket. Yeah, Dr. We're Gary V. Dr. Dr. Gary Rumble V's is.
1: Gary V bracket thing. stacked pickles. But yep.
0: pack. I made a. I made a reference to that, pack. I guess Dana told a story how he got his blood work done and this doctor told him what you have like six years to live or something. Something like he told him when he was gonna die or something like that. And I don't know how he's reversed that or how now the guy says your blood work's not showing that. But I think that's what kind of scared Dana mm-hmm. And then he got into this program, and now he feels great and he looks good.
3: I guess I would be fucking petrified if someone told me I only had six yeah, don't years tell me. Yeah. Would don't you want to know? That. No, would you want to know, know when you die? No. no. I don't no. want to. I don't want to know none of that. You can. I, you can tell me what to stop doing. Hey, man, these tests came back. You need to stop fucking dipping. Don't fucking tell me that, Hey. Would you want to know when you die? Are gonna die, AJ?
0: Me no, because I don't plan on dying. So no, I Smart. don't. know. I. Uh, well said. Just because yeah. everyone else did it doesn't mean I have to. I saw my kids. Amen. Well no, said, brother. I'm don't happy. I'm, I, like I said, I'm almost forty. Honestly, like this is awesome. I tell you guys all the time. This is the good old days, man. Like this, I'm very. I, I love where I'm at right now. I love doing this. I don't want to die. Absolutely not. But I, no with that being no, said, I, I don't plan it. on it either. I I just because everyone else does, it doesn't mean I have to. I exactly. I to die.
2: What, what if something gets invented in the next twenty years? He
6: already and, has it with Uncle Wexie. Yeah,
5: true. True.
0: Yeah. If we—that's one know. thing, man. Those billionaire people, like they're all trying. They're in a race to try to prolong their life. Try to prolong. Come up with something. Invest enough money into some kind of product or something that can at least give them more years on the earth. Right?
4: I didn't know that. So I stayed in Columbus, what, a few weeks ago? I didn't know that whole city, like every hospital was named after the Wexies.
0: Well, they donate donate money to certain hospitals, yeah. Your yeah, name they will get have on to there. to get their product. What's it's the t- product? You know. Tell us.
2: Humans? I, I don't know. I tried to figure it out. <laughs> uh, well, Medulate. you know, just go walk down the street and
0: knock on his door. You'll see.
1: You'll see. I, uh, You'll see. Not, not as
0: easy as you think to, to get to that guy. No, I think st- I've never st- met him. But hey, Z, if there is anybody on the Five Hour Energy phone line, let them know before we we wrap up this program. We might get to a few callers if they are out there. You can pop the number up for people, and con man can tell the good people what the number may be. And a con, if you have any live reads, you can get to those whenever you need as well. Absolutely, thank you, AJ. Uh,
2: I do have one. Uh, today's show is number five after this. Sponsored too. by um, Bobby Carpenter, H. Yeah. Racking Sons. Okay, uh, nice. Nice. Call Bobby Carpenter. Uh, follow him on Twitter and send him something <laughs> nice. Maybe a tweet. Maybe you know your resume. Whatever you feel is necessary, uh, and that will help out Bobby very much. I believe the phone number is one eight three three the dome or four
0: the dome four the dome. Okay, one eight three three four
2: the dome. Okay, yeah. What phone?
0: Zito, if there's anybody out there you think is good, you can pot him up and we can we can chat with them. Dito said something about number five. I think he, said he said number five. five? Good. Yeah. Mitt. Oh, or... number f- the fifth caller.
5: Yes. Yeah, Mitt. Go ahead and pot okay. him up. Pot him
0: up, Mitt. Let's hear oh, him. Someone's on with there. Five. Someone's there. Oh, someone's there. Oh, hello, sir. You're on. You're on the program, sir. Who are you? <laughs> or, ma'am. Uh, this is Nick from, Nick from Texas. Oh, All right, man. Nick from Texas. What's up, bud? Nothing much. I was. I just uh,
2: wanted to shout out and say thank you. Uh, thank you for taking my call. But uh, Pat and Samantha. Congratulations. You're going to be great yes. parents.
7: I just am um, wishing
2: you guys nothing but the best.
0: Thanks. Thank you, sir. Thanks, thanks Thank thanks. you for the call. I appreciate that,
2: sir. I think they would appreciate also, that as well. He's getting choked yeah. up. Well, one question One question I was going to ask you is, who did you flip off in your infamous you know, flip-off thing? And uh, Pac-Man Jones. Kids. Uh, kids. Did Vince Young actually have uh,
7: $5,000 to Cheesecake Factory every month.
0: AJ does. Pack. We'll let you start, Pack. What is that? What was that rumor about Vince Young and Cheesecake Factory?
3: Um, he loved Cheesecake Factory. That is a that so is true. Um, Best appetizers ever. I didn't get to see the receipts about how much you were spending. What, <laughs> would you guess? what would you guess? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Five thousand dollars at one restaurant. A month uh, is a fucking lot. For it us. is a absolutely. Lot. Fuck was he eating? A fucking steak every other <laughs> hour?
2: Yeah, I mean, what? That would be uh, biggest
3: menu in the so game. Did he have? Up. a did he order for did twenty he, every night? Did he have a bedroom upstairs or what? He no. I don't know. <laughs> five thousand a month. He should have had a fucking room there.
2: But you saw him eating it a lot.
3: Uh, he did. He did a lot.
2: <laughs> okay, so if he spends a hundred I mean, bucks
0: a day, I mean, their menu is so big, five, you five, could order five, every day. Good. It's close. Something new every single day, and you still have still haven't even tried the whole menu there. The menu is so big.
7: They you know used that. to have there. There were receipts floating around online. I don't think they're
3: still out there anymore. Pack allegedly, he was buying like King Louis shots there. Oh yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, he spent definitely five thousand. Yeah. <laughs>
2: really? Okay, so that's why you factor in the booze, not just the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. AJ, who were you flipping off?
0: Oh, it was a joke. It was my linebacker coach. He, So I got a sack on Sam Bradford, and right before, he, it was a blitz. And I was coming second. He even said in my speaker, hey, don't miss the freebie, like he was joking with me, like, hey, this might come open. And so I got it, found him, boom. It was all a joke. And then, yeah, I got fined and whatever. It got picked up. I mean, it was not the – I'd flicked off other people that just didn't get caught on camera. That one was of the first one to really get some good camera time. Yeah, they usually so.
2: never film the guy who gets the sack, so it makes sense you flicked him mm-hmm. off. Did you still have long
0: hair then, and why'd you cut your hair? I'm not going to play this game with you, Con. I can see where you're trying to go. I don't know what you're I trying to swear. do.
2: Here. Hey, I swear. But, um, Normally, I, I don't am. think I
0: had. I don't know if I had long hair or not, but no, I I chopped my hair off. A while ago, I love Pat Tillman. I grew it out for that dude and love, oh, loves yeah. him. And then uh, Jen chopped it off. So, yeah. yeah no, didn't I, you
5: cut it because Bob Domovsky said in a column, you look like an asshole with that long hair? Wasn't me. <laughs> did he really? <laughs> no. I
0: don't know. No. If did, someone, I definitely not- got people... <laughs> I've told you guys, though, my senior year in college, I had people in the media reach out to me and tell me to cut my hair. Oh, you look like a, a punk or a thug if you want to get postseason awards. And that just made me grow my hair longer. It's like, you're an idiot. Come on now. But why so, yeah. Why did you cut it, though? I knew – and, you know, you just alluded why? to me. Because I wanted to. Because, oh, it was just a matter – I wanted to cut it because it's a lot of work. And then oh, – yeah um i still we started our whole own our own foundation everything with it now that we do with the james cancer hospital and all this stuff well Well, clay
5: matthews came in and he had much better hair than you did so you were kind of just playing second fiddle (laughs) anyway also that's where you're getting yeah
0: i've said many times clay has beautiful hair still does so yeah my hair was long and ratty and sweaty and clay's hair just naturally flowed and had great volume so what's he doing these days isn't he just sitting in his basement playing
2: video games and he refuses to speak right isn't that what you said no, did I say that? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> no. what you said. I don't remember that. One. I think <laughs> I think he's out working
0: the land wherever he lives. Uh, I think Clay's out there uh somewhere somewhere working uh, outside all the time. He loves it. He's Clay's from was born, well, he's actually born in Cleveland, I I believe when his dad was oh, playing yeah. the Browns, but he grew up in uh, you know, out in LA in that area, but he's like uh, you know, Clay's like a, he wants to be like an outdoorsman, farmer. He loves the bow hunt, does all that stuff. Hell uh,
2: yeah. Why didn't you ever yeah. get into that? Just not your cup of tea. I did in high school.
0: What why you why you pepper me, Conference? <laughs> I'm just <What's> <laughs> on? I'm just asking questions. No, you okay. got some there's some kind of motive behind it, but that's fine. There isn't a but motive, dude. I did hunt in high school a little bit. my teacher Dan Dillman, he was the man, my homeroom teacher. I used to go hunting with him right after Thanksgiving. Uh even through college. I'd go with him. Nice. Never bow hunting though, always a gun. Hell yeah. Nice. He's, shooting yeah. shooting. Never gun. deer. Never deer, never it was always like grouse, pheasant rabbit ruffled? all that kind of
4: you stuff. Went quail the, you went after the ruffled the ruffled ruffled grouse ruffled grass
0: oh no i'm not sure what that's from but no it's
4: from birds okay that's what it is ruffled called.
0: is a ruffled grouse it's called a ruffled grouse are you a big hunt, bird hunter
4: uh no but i am pretty well versed in aviation
2: yeah, Tony. He doesn't, know, he doesn't know about ruffled grouse, but I mean, I don't. we can all tell He's, we got some ruffled feathers in oh Ohio God. right now. <laughs> Good lord, that's kind For of want to
0: answer any questions. What is happening right now, Con? <laughs> Someone <laughs> please tell me what the hell is happening? I'm trying, to fi- I'm trying to figure it out too. Nothing. Yeah. Sounds like Con's getting a little mouthy over there. He's, He's getting a bit yeah. Con man has been mouthy. I was He's been born mouthy, mouthy all
2: week. I was born mouthy, and I don't know why you just you think that I got some angle. With you and I'm just
0: asking questions, okay, pal? Because we know there's always an angle, con man. There's we never know an there's. angle. I know. I have no angle at any time. I just am an idiot and screw things up. So those little things that your guys' feet are resting on your little tootsies are resting on those things. <laughs> yeah, are those are those made specifically for this when your chair's up high and your legs don't reach the ground? I think yes. so.
2: Yeah, they are. You can adjust them. It's actually kind of fun to bounce on. It is. You know, you can kind
0: of foot keep fire, the circulation foot going with like the old people. <gasps>
2: Hit. So you can kind of work
0: on a bunch of stuff. Keep the feet quick and still, you know, loose. I mean, what's that Hulk Hogan thing down there? What are those called? Those were big when I was a kid. That pill- pillows, yeah, little Hulk
1: Hogan pillow brawler. Remember, <laughs>
0: They were, yeah, they're always shaped like the person's body, and you could get all the little different uh, different wrestlers around. Yeah, those oh, yeah.
5: things were awesome. That is not one of those. Uh, I was kill for a life size Hulk Hogan body, body pillow. That'd be sick. <laughs> Imagine. Do they have those somewhere? Uh probably at Hogan's Beach Shop. If not at Bad Bath Beyond. No. Down right, in Clearwater? Yeah. In Clearwater, Florida, right? That's where he's at. Absolutely. Down in Clearwater. Zee,
0: who's the next guy in the, the five hour energy film? My next guy or gal that you'd like to pot up you think is good. We have a Mitt cam too. If we could cut to that, that's pretty amazing. We have actually. <gasps> I see you, Mitt. Oh. Boy, Mitt. Oh, MIT. yeah, MIT. hang Mit hang grinding <laughs> away. Does he like <laughs> does Mitt like the the cam, do oh, you yeah. think, or does he not like it? What the his little back room? No. What do you mean? Yeah, oh, that, if you feel oh, like there's. We, there's he's got a mic. Are yeah. we spying on you, Mike? Yeah, get the, get on that mic, man. Uh yeah, this is a little weird, but it's kind of cool. I mean, I I feel like <laughs> what's, what's weird that one about show? it? What do you mean? What's weird, you don't feel like you can, you can peruse the website you normally peruse because there's a camera yeah, behind exactly. you? Yeah, exactly. I used to be able to beat
8: my
1: like
0: fucking baloney, you know?
4: I mean, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that'd be a pretty aggressive decision beating it in the office, but uh, no, I just checked Twitter. I mean, you've seen guys do it. That's all I do. <laughs> well, who have, do <laughs> <laughs> who have you seen do it? Who have you seen do it in the locker Jeffrey
0: Tubin? <laughs> Tubin, yeah. yeah. First yeah. name that, that came out the mind. office, though. His name, I couldn't pick up his name when I first said it. I meant I wanted to say Tubin, but it took me an extra three seconds to register the name. Sorry, it's been a while. Allegedly. 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 No, 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 It was on camera. That was on camera. True. But was it on camera for everybody to see or just like the group of 25 he was on a Zoom
5: with? Well, I think that was enough because <laughs> it got out. Yeah.
0: he get fired for that? no remember
2: they brought him back and there was that interview where the lady was like, so you were caught oh. uh, beating your dick uh, on, <laughs> on Zoom with everybody.
0: Uh-huh. Tell us more. And then he had what? to explain himself. <laughs> It's a tough gig for that female journalist. Whoever the one is, whoever the, the person that has to ask those yeah. tough questions. Yeah. Right? How, is that how you would have phrased it, Con Man, if you were interviewing him? No, I would have been much more professional. Professional. What would you have said? Let's hear. it. How would you have phrased that to, to kind of ease him into it, so he didn't really get thrown off and and kind of you know just shut down?
2: I would have said something along the lines of like, so, Mister Tube and Tubes, if I may, uh, it feels as though you masturbate 10 to 15 times a day and you just couldn't wait is this the is this what happens here is that why because hey there's no worries having a problem like that you know i roomed with bobby carpenter in college and so he had a very similar problem <laughs> that's probably i would have you know thrown someone else in oh, there giving him a little slack maybe have him take it and run you know
0: Okay, I mean, yeah, that's why you know what, Conman, you might be put in that position someday where you have to do a professional interview with a guy like that. I will.
2: Ne- I can confidently say I will never be put in that position.
0: Maybe though.
5: Never ever. Never say never. I can say never say never. I can
2: confidently say that will never happen. Never. Unless, I'm, unless I'm interviewing you, AJ, so you
0: tell me. Oh, <laughs> you're quick. You're quick. Oh, man. You're quick, Con, huh, man. So Good job. He, he's so he, Can you pod somebody up? Yeah, let's go line six. Rod from Bama. Ooh. Rod from Bama. What's on your mom, pal? Hot rod.
7: AJ, Pac Man, boys, roll tide. How are we doing? Hey, Ain't moving so much right now, though. Hey, first, I oh, want to yeah. give a shout out to Pat. I'm glad everything went smooth. Yeah. I know you're going to be an yeah. awesome dad but I got a question for Coach Lou Holtz. I was just wondering if you've wrote Nick yes. Sabin a letter about their new offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese, and their new transfer quarterback, Tyler Buechner. Uh, I could give two shits about Tyler Buechner. I saw he transferred there. I never heard of the guy before. Uh, he couldn't cut it, though, maybe He couldn't hack it as a fighting Irish player. Tommy Reese, now he's a ball player. Okay, Tommy Reese was a ball player. He, he was one of the best quarterbacks at Notre Dame. Kind of remind me of a little bit of a hybrid Jimmy Clausen, you know, another guy who was supposed Whoa. to take Notre name to the promised land. Uh, he looks like the kind of guy who's just going uh, to get fucking chewed out time and time again by Coach Saban. So I hope he understands that. I hope he's ready for it. He probably was because that asshole Brian Kelly was yelling until his face was beat red at him all the time. So he probably gets it. But I don't know if this guy's still on. I'd like to ask you uh, what you think about that cheating son of a bitch uh, Head baseball coach down <laughs> in Alabama who was fixing games and cheating. And now he got fired, and he's bringing a big old pile of shame on the roll tied curtains
5: out there. That's fucking despicable. He's gone. He's buddy. gone.
7: Okay, <laughs> that, that, that is a big
0: yeah. deal, though. Yeah, what did happen? That's like, was? The, Yeah, they, Alabama the, head
5: baseball coach got
3: fired. Yeah, yeah throwing fucking mm-hmm. games down there, man.
4: But, Ohio. Remember, Ohio halted betting because of suspicious yeah. activity. Turns out, the suspicious. suspicious- activity was
2: the head ball coach. Jeez. Yeah. Have, do we have any details about no. it like how no. he, what he was doing?
5: No, no, I read the thing today and it basically said that uh like the AD hasn't really made he just addressed that he got fired and that like the uh, you know assistant head uh, assistant coach is now the interim head coach, but he said he wasn't making any more comments about it at this time. Greg Sankey also uh, said something how like you know the SEC is going to look into it and and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, something's definitely a muck if they uh, actually shit can this guy.
2: Yeah, Bama athletics been through it this year. Jeez, Louise. so what
0: what could it, okay if you could hypothetically like you could try what could he have done to where Ohio all of a sudden sees that and they say hey we no more bets on this game. What what kind of irregular behavior was happening?
5: It said it was stemming from like last like last Saturday's game against L S U or something. They lost eight to six, but who knows? He could have, you know, tipped someone off like, hey in this inning, we're gonna bring in this guy to pitch who absolutely fucking stinks out of our bullpen. There's no way he's gonna be able to hold a lead or there's no way you know, or whatever the case may be. But I don't know. I mean he had to be feeding someone something if if he got fired, you know, like yeah. there's gotta be a smoking yeah. gun somewhere.
7: There were just really big
0: bets placed against Alabama baseball essentially that was against. the unusual activity on, on the games. So.
2: Yeah, I feel like Ty, what Ty said is probably the most Likely scenario, right? Like they put in a bullpen pitcher that sucks, yeah. and then what? They just. Or have...
3: or he was good, either. Or. Yeah,
2: or he was yeah. good, but he just told him his like a couple pitches, and then what? He just has guys pinch hit who can't hit shit, and then there's just no chance yeah. of them winning.
0: Yeah, I wondered because I, I what I did see is somebody else talking about, they're like, well, you know, college baseball doesn't tend to get a bunch of action when it comes to the online game. Right. So I would imagine some big old bets coming in. How do you not expect to get caught though? How do you think you can get away with
1: it? Yeah,
2: makes no sense. I mean, probably people you don't think about because you gamble. Shit. Yeah, it's an AI Ohio. You it's an AI around here. People. I would to blame AI? You should have blamed
0: AI, shouldn't you? Yeah. Don't you yeah. dare
2: blame AI. That thing will come. It, that'll hear it. It'll hear. And it. then it'll come and fuck your life up forever.
3: It'll fucking AI. How would
0: you like
2: to not be able to get into your home tonight?
3: That would stink.
2: Yeah, AI will lock that shit down.
5: That would stink. Yeah. You got it, You to hey, say. What if I? What
0: about my doors that don't aren't like if it's not electronic? How's he, he gonna change all my locks? AI? Yep. Is? You bet. Yep.
5: He'll hire Bobby Carpenter to come. I'll break out the
0: window. And, yeah. Nope. I'll break the window. Go right in. Nope. He changed the windows right nope. window to bulletproof glass. Also called a. Uh, yeah, I'll cabinet. tell him. Thank you, and I'll climb in the chimney and say thank you for making my house much safer. They. See, jokes on you. They put fucking spikes in the <laughs> chimney. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You
2: could probably like use your submarine. They fucking knew yep. you'd be down the chimney. Jokes on me. <laughs> yep. It is. Have fun living in a hotel. Oh, wait, your credit cards don't work because AI <laughs> canceled them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't I, hey, that's idea. real,
0: man, not AI, just people in general, the internet. That can happen, yeah. man. Yeah. It can take your whole identity, can't they? <laughs> Whoever you yeah. People, I mean, that uh, documentary about that kid who's
2: just selling drugs and making his own. <laughs> shiny flakes. Shiny flakes, boom. There's just a dark web thing where people just explain how you can hack. You guys habit. revere that kid way too much. No, it's just he opened up the world of the dark web and hackers to us a little bit more. He got caught. He stunk. He did. Was he in jail for a while? I believe so. So He got out, and then now he's back in, I think. He served his time. And served his time, was on probation. While on probation, I believe he got caught up in some more uh, interesting activities, and then he is back He was in in the
6: dock, right? It was the end of the dock?
2: End of the dock, yeah. They brought it up, how they were investigating him again. So I'm assuming he was just
0: like, what he was going on like Silk Road and buying like bulk drugs. And then he was selling just them, shipping them out, selling them and shipping them out from his own place. Is that right. right? Yep. Oh, so, yeah. Bingo. Like you're going to probably get million. caught eventually. You get a caught lot. eventually. Yeah. A lot of Bitcoin.
2: He had like multiple Bitcoin wallets and they didn't recover all of them. They only got a couple.
0: Bitcoin's still going. It's still going strong. 28,000. Isn't it? So, yeah, it's, it, it's not going to go anywhere. Right. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the people who had it when
2: it was at like sixty, seventy thousand, probably no matter what, are just going to count this as a loss. But I mean, anyone who got in a thousand dollars less, like yeah, they made they made a killing.
0: Yeah, I don't know. There's all the different like the yeah the whole his old buddy in jail yet the guy that was down in the Bahamas and they're all banging each other. Oh, Sam Bankman Fried. <laughs> yeah, I don't,
5: I don't
2: know. know. I thought he was on like a house arrest, but he lives in like a absurd complex so it was not quite a minx deal.
4: situation going on down there wasn't it yeah it's still yeah. fishing. Uh, what minx
0: oh can you define exa- me, exactly exactly yes, what you mean uh sure. sexually active well, yeah they said that <laughs> weren't they all do- they were down there like on the, the prowl. weird parties yeah. on the prowl oh, for uh, sex
1: and
0: yeah. they were coding and calling and getting more money did mm-hmm. people donate more money or, or I guess invest more money and then they were all just fornicating with each other weren't mm-hmm. they? that's yeah.
2: right I'm surprised she's still alive What are you saying? I'm just saying there's always something sketchy
0: going on. Where? Everywhere. Everywhere. Especially with crypto. Everywhere. Thank you, Patrick. I know. I know, man. It's It's a scary word out there. I know there's another balloon flying over Hawaii. Is that correct? That's right. We got another one. Shoot it down. Did we shoot it down? Did we get it
2: down yet? I don't know if it's down yet. I I saw the report yesterday. Uh, I'm not sure if there's been an update. They are tracking it, the U.S. military. They said
5: it was Papa John. Papa John. Papa John
6: and a hot dog. John Snatter. That's what they said.
2: No. He's doing the around the world in eighty days like Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shanghai Nights.
0: <laughs> Richard Branson tried to fly around the world in a balloon, didn't he? And again, it went down.
5: I believe so. Yeah. Really.
0: Yeah. There's a doc. There's a dock. It was a balloon, but it was like a, a full capsule under the balloon that he was living in. It was. He ended up like something happened with the wind. He had to go crash land somewhere. Yeah. He's an
5: it, absolute it, maniac. How? What does that dude? Seventy something probably high
0: seventies looks great. He's always promoting his stuff. Virgin has cruises now, they have cruise ships. Like I oh, don't yeah. know how the dude keeps doing it. I mean Was he also Virgin Mobile? Yeah. Like
5: yeah. The actual Everything. Phones? Oh, okay. Yep. Virgin yeah. Records. Yeah. You name it. He's it? done it. Anything? Virgin that's Islands? It.
0: No, I don't think that's the case, but he does have an island. Necker Island is the one that he owns. Yeah. Uh, I like yeah. a Virgin Madonna. There? Yeah, I think he wrote that song. was mm-hmm. uh, like a prayer. Oh, my bad. I did. I got my Richard Branson lyrics wrong. He wrote yeah. that one?
1: Yeah.
0: And Madonna wrote it did? about him. Madonna was married <laughs> to Dennis Rodman for a little bit, correct? Correct. Yes. I believe so, yes. Dennis Rodman has lived a life. That dude is unbelievable. He was on the cover
5: of Sports Illustrated in a, a wedding dress, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, He's got a movie coming out before too long here. What do you mean, a documentary or no, what? No, like an actual movie with the dude who uh, was in Creed three. With Michael B. Jordan, he's wow. playing him, and it's about I think like the weekend he went to Vegas when the Bulls were like in oh. the playoffs. Oh.
0: And it's an actual movie, though. Okay. Correct. Mm-hmm. You think it'll be good? Fuck yeah! It better be. I hope. It, I I don't know. Anytime that that happens, I, I mean Dennis Rodman. but was he? Who was married to uh, Carmen Electra yeah. too? Yeah, he was in yeah. Vegas with her. This dude just, he got around, didn't he? And then oh, he was yeah. on uh, Celebrity Apprentice back in the day. I remember I was a big fan of him. He on was there. in the he
7: freaking NWO, dude. Yeah.
0: He was. You're right. <laughs> Jeez, Did Michael Cole call any of his matches? Probably.
5: I don't know because the NWO was WCW, you W-W. asswipe. I didn't know if they came <laughs> I over. Know. I didn't
0: know when they when they brought him together. I didn't No, know.
5: dude, he fucking put Carl Malone through a goddamn table at Bash at the Beach. Did he really? Yeah. That yeah. sounds like it. Yeah. I'm have to
0: go brush up on some of that stuff. I don't know if Bob Backlund was in that match. I probably didn't see it. I think he was.
5: No, it was Carl Malone and DDP, brother, versus Hollywood, Hulk Hogan, and Dennis Rodman. Thanks, brother.
0: DDP yoga, right? He's still killing it with all that stuff yeah, I've seen. Absolutely. Man, all right, guys. Well, we're going to start to wrap this sucker up. (laughs) Today's Thursday. Today's Thursday. It's not Friday, even though it does feel like a Friday. I'm not exactly sure what the program is tomorrow, if anything is happening. You guys can let me know if you know anything. We're off tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Congratulations, Pat and Sam. Obviously, this is a giant, giant day. May 4th forever will be the birthday of their young daughter, which we do not know the name yet, but super pumped for them. It did seem, didn't it? It kind of caught us off guard, didn't it? I felt like we had some more time, too. I was preparing myself, like, okay, here we go. Like, we got some more time. We got a couple more weeks. And all of a sudden, that text pops up. Here we go. Yeah, I was not expecting to wake up to
2: that text at all. Um, But, no, it is awesome news. And when he came on here, everyone (laughs) seemed great. Like, Sam was joking around, too. And, you know, it's just awesome that everybody's healthy and – that it, that had happened now. I'm sure. I'm not sure. Like I, you guys can probably speak on it. Is it easier when it just kind of pops up out of nowhere instead of the planned date? And it's
5: just like, all right, here we go. We're off. Uh, it did not happen like that for us. My wife got induced, so okay, we knew
4: okay. I was three weeks early. Uh, I wish I would have had like a go bag and stuff like that ready. Okay, but other than that, I was pumped that it was actually like the Year. Birth, birth part was over with.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's awesome.
3: Uh, yeah. I was. Damn near Fourteen weeks early. That's, yeah. 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 So that's Jeez. a whole
2: different ball game.
3: But the good thing, yeah. my my wife had the baby the next day. She got to cur- uh, indulge in a couple of extracurricular activities. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! yeah.
1: What?
0: <laughs> a little earlier than we thought. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, boys, I appreciate you guys. Pack everybody there. Obviously, thank you guys. This was uh, this is fun. Tomorrow we'll be off monday we'll be back who knows what it all looks like i know pat and sam what's today thursday oh you usually keep the kid at the hospital a couple of days at least mm-hmm. and then that's the big deal when you you got to strap the baby into the car and figure that whole situation out oh yeah the whole new world And then all of a sudden it becomes like second nature within like a day or two so yeah. it's uh an exciting time for both of them so congrats again to them appreciate them for everything that they do oh, yeah very very happy for them and, and their young little daughter it's awesome we have a new member of the family and, mm-hmm. and we're all super pumped so Boys, appreciate it. I will be going to the Derby here. So Enjoy it, little bit. travel. So I'll try to stay awake on the drive down. I know I will because the sun, well,
3: wow. 3 o'clock. Oh, I you're hit driving right you got angle. plenty of time, dude. Yeah,
0: you're good. i got plenty of time. So we're good to go. So, everybody, thank you for watching. We appreciate everybody. We'll be back on Monday. We'll see you guys later.